It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Here's Jeff Parles. Welcome in. It's Sports by the Book on the first Friday of 2024. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. Chris Andrews will be along, but I do have my good friend, the Hall of Famer himself, the man with the great hair, our guy, Vinny Malleul. How are you doing? What do you say, Jeff? How good, are you? Good good to see you, as always. Always, uh, always good to be with you. Um, Chris will be along in a little bit. He's on a uh, conference call right now. You know, there's I know. Yeah, he's, stuff. He's, he has, we have to a, do stuff. He's a busy man. Yes. There's a lot going on, especially yeah. we're trying to keep up with, We're trying to keep up and, and be as busy as Jimmy Vaccaro. Well, Jimmy, as you said, is already. Uh, he's at his afternoon briefing. I was going to say he's. I was going to say he's in a session right now. Uh, in but, chambers. Yes, in chambers. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, you know what? Instead of a, a uh, an old school wig, wig it's the the uh, the white hoodie. That's what it is. Well, yes. You know, some 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 judges have a robe. <laughs> Jimmy's got a hoodie. <laughs> so the greatest. Yeah, last night was the first Thursday without NFL football. Uh-huh. We get two games tomorrow. We got a full card. We'll get to those. Don't worry about that. I want to start us off. We had a little bit of this conversation yesterday, mm-hmm. and we can continue this now. And then when Chris comes sure. in, we'll continue it with him as well. College football national championship game, Houston, Texas decide. Washington, number two, against number one, Michigan. Four and a half right now, Vinny. Mm-hmm. 56 and a half. You touch five on the second for... <clears throat> As you would say, a blink of an eye. A blink, yes. And you went, and it went back to four and a half. It stayed put there now for three days mm-hmm. since that last move back to four and a half. Total at 56 and a half. Again, this is a matchup that no one expected before the year. What was the peak you guys had on Washington in the futures market? That'd have been like That's 50 to one, right? Uh, actually, it might have been more. And I'll get the I'll get the sheet out. I'll, I'll kind of I can retrace it, but uh, there were. Yeah, 50 was uh, – I, I think you probably could have even gotten it a bit higher. Let's remember that the Pac-12 was not – as a conference, was not rated particularly high outside of, of Oregon. So no real surprise with, with Oregon. Um, Washington, we knew, was, 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 was good, but not – you know, especially because of, of Michael Penix. But the, the entire conference surprised when you think about it, right, John? We, we talked about it. Uh, how how strong the Pac-12 in its swan song year wound up being? Uh, you know, better than when I say better, what, what I mean by that is str- higher rated because we do not only have a, a a rating for teams, power rating for teams. You rate the conferences as well. It was actually stronger than uh, than the uh, the ACC, uh, and. To some extent, it, uh, uh, even the uh, even the Big Twelve, uh, you know, outside of uh, a couple of teams, but from top to bottom, as good as uh, a rating as you're going to see in terms of a conference. So, um, but look now, I, I think there was still some question marks, maybe some doubt, in uh, for Washington. I, again, I I'll, full disclosure. I made the biggest adjustment on Washington after the Texas game uh, for the reasons I outlined yesterday. Uh, and, and that was because of what they did with Texas, because of their body work, because of everything they did going up to it. And then when, when, when Penix in particular and that offensive line did what they did against a very good, technically 
uh, sound and stronger, bigger and, and physically stronger Texas defensive line. But to me, it was like, okay, enough, enough's enough, and uh, adjusted it uh, by by four points in, 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 uh, for me because going into that game, uh, probably had uh, uh, had it about a nine. Had the title game uh, much higher, about nine. You know, we were even talking last week. Could it, we could it have touched double digits? Uh, so it's not going to be that now. No, I mean I still had it six, but didn't hang it six because it only would have guaranteed one way money. Um, so uh, open four here at South Point. Went to four and a half. Went to five quickly, and that's interesting about the five, Jeff. Because four and a half and five are basically the same number, right? And so the fact that uh, that it was grabbed, uh, and and that's professional money grabbing it at five, uh, really uh, uh, told us uh, quite a bit. Now a lot's going to happen during the course of the weekend. Of course, uh, the NFL card is going to go to it. Uh, particularly, there'll be other uh, multi-sport prop uh, uh, parlays going to it, but especially the NFL card on Sunday will be going to it. And then Monday will be just a, a monster, a monster handle. And again, just like the two semifinals, this game will be bet very, very strongly uh, by uh, both professionals and uh, and the public, and a full uh, uh, full schedule of proposition bets. Where do you think this closes? I, you know what, Jeff? I, I I don't even want to speculate. I, I, I it wouldn't surprise me, and this is just not not hedging at all. Wouldn't surprise me if it goes back up. Wouldn't surprise me if it comes down. I mean, right? I mean, you you could make a case for both teams. I don't think there'll be this huge swing either way, but would it surprise me if it closes at six? Not really. Would it surprise me if it closes uh, back to the opening number of four uh, or possibly uh, three and a half? It, that wouldn't shock me either way, honestly. Feels like four... four would probably be the low maybe touch three and a half for a blink and then, and, and then if it again, does it won't be quick yeah we don't know like yeah we'll, we'll see how it plays out yeah just book three it three days you, well, you know i mean that's do. it are you, you you book it and uh uh you see now there, there's, there's other factors going into it too i think we're in pretty good shape uh future wise and, and when uh when chrissy gets in here he can break the uh, he'll break that down but the uh uh th that's the thing from from a better's perspective too uh, where do you stand uh, from from you know your? Do you have any futures? Uh, do you have any props? Did you have any? You know, remember uh, we had uh, we had props uh, up, and you know, we had the uh, the groupings, and I'll I'll get to that in in the next segment. We can break down you know how we how we broke down uh, the, you know the the various teams, and certainly uh, uh, how that uh, that gets impacted too. So um, it. it it's it's fun to, to to book these kinds of games. I have to be honest with you. Still gives uh, still gives us a little little jump, a little juice. Besides the vigorous uh, juice. Well, I mean, this will this as you said with the two semifinals, it's mm -hmm. same deal as an NFL playoff game. I, uh, you, you I'd probably, rather book this game than most of the card on well, Sunday. I'm sure, for 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 the, the at least we know who's playing. Place week yeah. eighteen. Yeah. But I mean, this is same deal as what we'll see next weekend—a wild super wild card weekend in the NFL. And but at least, but in at least super with wild card weekend, you 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 know that whoever's healthy is going to play, right? I mean, it's, oh, it's yes. not a now we've got a pretty good idea of who's going to play 
this week who's not playing, I should say, uh, and, and, and those that are question marks, are they going to, A, play at all, and how much are they going to play because they really don't need to. For instance, Kelsey, right? Kelsey's listed as questionable uh, with his, uh, his tweaked neck, but does he play at all, number one? And, and number two, if he does play, how, how much does he play, right? Uh, uh, you know, the Ravens, uh, we, we know that the majority of their starters are not going to play, but those that do, uh, can't imagine that they're going to to go too uh, too long, too far into the game. Uh, same with the Niners. We know about McCaffrey uh, uh, for sure, uh, and and so you, you just try to you have to say you you know that the regulars in those cases are not going to play. Whereas next week when it's the playoffs, then who's whoever is uh, questionable means probable, right? When it comes to the playoffs, uh, so and and whoever's uh, Whoever's breathing uh, uh, within reason is is certainly going to be uh, be on the field. You you would you would imagine you would imagine yeah. so, Vinny. But uh, by the way, I, yeah, while we we were talking about the the uh, the college football champ, let's remember we've got the FCS championship too. Um, well, I wasn't. Uh, trust me, I was not going to forget Sunday. about that. Sunday. What Sunday? Yes, right. In the, by the way, right in the middle of the NFL I, Sunday is ridiculous. The NFL games, the early games, kick off at ten ten o'clock Pacific, ten a.m. Pacific. Of course, the the afternoon goes anywhere from uh, you know uh, what are, I think they're all going to go at one twenty five, right? So, yes. but you've got Montana and South Dakota State at eleven o'clock. What? It would have been nice to have this game on Monday uh, in the afternoon, right? Well, give any, them a little about, bit more, any day or 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 Saturday, yeah. <laughs> but give give. Give these uh, give these teams the opportunity to be front and center, right? I mean, for uh, uh, for viewership and uh, so. But anyway, that game, uh, South Dakota State from twelve and a half, late twelve and a half, late thirteen at thirteen and a half right now, and the, uh, the total hold it steady at uh, forty nine and a half. So that'll be a, that'll be a fun game to book well, as well. For books that had it up, the FCS futures going into this tournament. South Dakota State was anywhere from minus one forty to minus one ninety. Huge favorite. I told you I had them in my yeah, you had them in the top thirty, top 30 in the of my uh, yeah. uh, power ratings. Strong, and, strong program. Very and good. And the uh, the weather in their quarterfinal matchup against Villanova uh, struggled. They only won by eleven. They needed a block punt mixed in there, mm-hmm. and then uh, they they shut everything down after that. A yeah. nice fifty nine nothing game that wasn't even that close against Albany. Yeah. Boy, what a what a fun trip that must be from. Uh, from Albany, New York to Brookings, to Br- South Dakota. <laughs> Climate-wise, I guess it was similar, but no, just a, say, just I, the uh, just getting there. Although they've had a pretty mild winter upstate. Uh, Albany went uh, Albany went uh, Moscow, Idaho, and then Brookings, South Dakota, in back-to-back weeks. Uh, that's Great. a tough twofer there. I would imagine they stayed. Uh, who knows? You would think. I would. I would hope. Didn't, I wouldn't want to make that flight twice. No, <laughs> not not one bit. Uh, from uh, Central New York uh, to. Uh, the middle of uh, the the northern Midwest, I guess, for at least uh, South Dakota is still tech. Right, Ryan, we're counting South Dakota's northern Midwest. High plains. High plains. Not the desert plains. No. No. No, not desert plains. <laughs> no. Vinny, I want to ask you about some basketball before we get into okay. uh, until we get into the uh, the NFL, and we'll talk college about, or pro. How about a little bit of both? You go okay. with that. We'll, yeah, we'll start with the pro side of things before All right. we get the college. Big slate tonight. Yeah, the huge card in the NBA. There's also a really good college game that we'll get to a little bit later okay. as well. Uh, or at least one really good team in college playing. I don't know uh, 
if we would count UConn and Butler as a really good game. But Illinois produced pretty good, but it's not a close spread uh, tonight. But going to the association, I'll just ask you this now. We're, we have about two months of the season down. Mm-hmm. We have the in-season tournaments done. The Lakers, by the way, Frank brought this up on his show. The Lakers have been genuinely terrible since the since, in-season tournament. Well, since ended. they they hoisted the uh, in-season tournament it, banner, it wasn't a banner. It was like a a plaque or something, whatever it was. Yeah, might as well have been a plaque. Oh. Put it next to Shaq's statue outside. It would have been better. I, it, uh, I think go ahead, clear, sorry. they clearly did that because the league asked them to. That's the only reason they did. It. All right, but regardless, I'll just ask you this: power ratings wise mm-hmm. in this league, Boston is the best record in the NBA. We're yes. nearly halfway home. They're 26-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee struggled last night. They found a way, though, to beat the, the, the yeah. Wembenyama Spurs last they've night. Got, they've got some question marks on their, uh, their schedule, don't they, in terms of, of results. So go ahead. So from the East perspective, I would imagine Boston's still number one from the East Co- Eastern yes. Conference perspective. Milwaukee's still close behind. And then you have Philly who's – Quietly, 13 games over 500. Phillies, yeah. Three seed, and then basically everyone's jumbled the bet together. Orlando, Miami. Uh, Orlando, a bit of a surprise, right? I thought Orlando um, was, a, cap- was yeah. a capable team. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know yeah. about making, avoiding the play-in, but. You, you, I was just going to say that what you want to pay attention to in the back of, of your mind is you mentioned those teams. Who's kind of got a little, I don't know if the word playoff pedigree uh, is well, I guess, I guess you could say it, right? There's they, they got some experience, and and I think that's going to be a, a major factor, uh, you know, come next spring. So take that into consideration. Go ahead. Just looking at the West, mm-hmm. Minnesota is the best record in the West. Again, now that's which is new. Yeah, no, no, for this them, is, right? The way, like. The East is playing out how a lot of people thought. Yes. Boston and Milwaukee would be the two best teams. Yes. It's a matter of who would good point. Who, who would who would get the one seed. Right. If Philadelphia, if Embiid had a really good year again, Philadelphia mm-hmm. would be anywhere from three to five. Right. Embiid has arguably been the MVP of the league so far. Actually, mm-hmm. I would argue he's been better this year than he was last year right. for the first thirty some odd games. And then on the West side, you mentioned I mentioned in Minnesota's number one. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma City's number two. Okay, see so another uh, good young team, right? So you basically now, by the way, the uh, the Nuggets also in there on that mirac- after that miraculous shot thrown in by Which Joker. you you enjoyed on social media, I saw as last night. I, I, I won money on that. I Good for the, you. I took the Nuggets at the beginning You should of the celebrate the that. You should celebrate no, that, was sick. that shot. That was sick. Financially, especially. All good, regardless anyway uh, there, Vinny. But I, I'll just ask you this, where the Lakers were projected to be one of the better teams in the West. They're 10th. The Warriors can't hold the big lead. No. They would not even be in the playing game right now. Phoenix is the nine seed mm-hmm. in a Western conference where all, a lot of these highly thought at, sought after, power ratedly high teams mm-hmm. are near the bottom of the playoff standings or out of the playoffs altogether right mm-hmm. now. It's a little bit different from your perspective behind the yeah. counter because you have these teams that are upstart. Of course, Denver was expected to be there. Yes. But Minnesota and Oklahoma City are upstart. No, no question, and th- that's a surprise. I think the the biggest surprise of all probably is is uh, the Warriors and, and where they sit. That they're just not that okay. Good. I think to me that's a bigger surprise than Minnesota, uh, uh, honestly, because 
uh, and, and OKC simply because we thought this year they were going to, you know, they were going to be healthier, uh, did some good things in the off season. Uh, I'm, I'm not surprised that the thing about the Lakers, Jeff, we've seen this the last couple of years. They're just so, they're so streaky. They're, 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 they're out of sync. Uh, they, and I think with all teams, but especially the Lakers in particular, that lineup uh, on a game-to-game basis, there's too many inconsistencies, you know, uh, with, 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 with whether it's Davis or LeBron or, or both. And I, I think that's – so, you know, basketball, it, it's that rhythm, right? You need that rhythm, and um, they just don't seem to, to, to be able to sustain it. And I think a lot of it has to do with the way the, the lineup – or the inconsistency of the lineup from on, on a game to game, or let's say a week to week basis. From your perspective behind the book, mm-hmm. now we go to the other side of the spectrum: the bad team. You had Detroit okay. with the historically long losing streak yep. that finally ended against Toronto. Right. You have the Wizards, who in most years would be considered just the worst of the worst. Same deal with San Antonio, which right. sitting at five and twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are two other teams that don't even have 10 wins 30-plus games into the season. Yeah, The bad is as bad as it has been over the last half decade and, now as well. And I'm glad you brought that up because, uh, again, you, we oftentimes hear about, well, your teams should tank. Teams should tank. How long has Detroit been tanking? And how's that working out for them? No, I'm serious. I don't mean to be – but but when you think about it, it's – it's and I'm, I've, I've talked about this in, in – in all sport, from all sports perspective, a team is 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 a is a product. It, it's and it's a it's a product that is direct directly reflective of of management, which is ownership, right? I mean, how many how many draft picks, how many trade deadline moves, and how much draft capital and stock draft picks that are, that are stockpiled? You still have to make them work, and you've got to have a good coach and coaching staff. It, but so, so what? What is happening with Detroit? We've been talking about this with Detroit for how long now? Because that streak goes back to, uh, you know, to, to to the last couple of years. The streak, I should say, it's from last year, right? But we've been saying the same thing. So when when you hear about teams should tank, these are people still fighting for their jobs and everything. But what has tanking gotten? Again, these particular teams that we're talking about, Detroit in, in particular, right? Well, the, the, uh, the, Nothing. The, Pistons, <laughs> the same result. The Pistons have been stuck in this cycle of just bad basketball. And look, they get Cade Cunningham, who's the only guy who's played well on this team this year okay. uh, with, with, with that top pick. But look, again, when you go through what they just went through, which was historic disaster. Brutal. Uh, yeah, look, it's it's tough to pick up the pieces, so, and, yeah. and for Monty Williams, who probably should never have been fired in Phoenix, he just has to be thinking, why did I do this to myself? Why yeah. did I, why did I take this job when I could have had a could have had one or two other good jobs? Well, you know what? Remember this: when and when it comes to the Suns, a couple of years ago, they were a very popular team. The second, they, they first of all, they were a terrific second half team. Right, that a, a couple of years back, right. I think it was a two year, two or three years back when they they wound up going deep into the playoffs. Um, they were a long, still a, a significant long shot for the conference and the title uh, around this time of year. 
and then they gained momentum, and then people started to play them, and uh, we had some serious exposure on the Suns a few years ago. Well, they made some deals after that, too, that really, it, it, they, haven't, they haven't panned out when you think about it, right? I mean, so, uh, you know, DeAndre Ayton, who really was, I thought, a, a pretty important part of that team, and when they traded him, it, and I'm not saying that's the only reason, but there were moves that they made that have not worked out and have not panned out. And so, again, management ha- uh, has, to, has to realize that and, and, and make the difference. In, and, but the hires have to, have to come high to get the results on the, the product level. If you will, yeah, right? no, and, and look for Phoenix. Just big three guys—they haven't been healthy at all yeah. times this year. Yeah. Health and, is a big part of it, and and when they've been on the court, they haven't been as good. Their depth yeah. was always a question going into the year. Uh, again, Phoenix right now ninth in the Western Conference. Uh, just going to tonight, Vinny. Is there are, are there any games that have that the betters have taken a liking to here? Uh, as we get about two hours away from those early tips. I think when you look, uh, Jeff, they've taken the Hawks. So the game opened uh, three and a half. The game is down to two uh, against the uh, against the Pacers. Uh, I'm sorry, down to three. Uh, There's some two and a halves out there. So uh, some some uh, some support for the Hawks. Um, when you look, the other part is. During the course of the day, what happens is you're going to get alerts. When I say alerts, there are messages that are going to come across about who's questionable or who's out or whatever the case may be. And all of a sudden, there's a major shift in the numbers, uh, which I, I wish the NBA did a, a much better job of that. And uh, uh, frankly, you, you know, it, it's to the point where sometimes you've got to take the games off the board until you get a better read as to. Uh, who's going to be in or out, whatever the case may be. Um, so, well, you, but, you mentioned that Indiana, Atlanta uh-huh. one real quick. Yeah, totals two hundred and sixty-two. Well, <laughs> look at these totals. I mean, these are old. You know, here I'll, I'll date myself again. If, if, I'll spare, I'll, I'll, I won't wait for you. <laughs> no need. These are ABA totals anymore. Oh wow! There we go. All right. But that's also, in all seriousness, uh, the way the game is played today, uh, not as uh, not as strong defensively. There's certainly no uh, Bill Lanebeer style uh, uh, Pistons uh, out there, uh, uh, and of course, uh, you know the the propensity for not only guards but forwards uh, slash centers. I don't even think they call them centers anymore, right? They call uh, they're, they're, everybody's either a guard or a forward these days. Uh, going to the perimeter. And, and launching threes, right? When you've got seven-foot players that are, are uh, more inclined to, or, or as inclined to take a three uh, as uh, get the ball in, in the paint, I think that, uh, that is definitely uh, indicative and reflective of, of the totals that we're seeing. So um, another game, uh, let's see, the Timberwolves. You mentioned the Timberwolves earlier. Minnesota's up, uh, up to four. Uh, they opened uh, three, so a little bit of support there. But, you know, but let's look at these late games because I was just talking to the staff about this this week. So the last two games uh, in particular, actually the last three with the Kings, but the last two games because the Lakers, this is always a Laker town. Everybody's going to wait to see what happens with the lineup tonight uh, and, and who's in and who's not, of course. Uh, the Lakers, uh, 
right now there there was support for the Grizzlies, but I can assure you as we get to this evening, there'll be some uh, there'll be support for the Lakers and the Warriors, which in recent years have become as public a team as any. Uh, they're up uh, from nine nine and a half to now ten and a half. I think we're going to probably see eleven. Those games will go likely go up because they've got a carryover going to them. We oftentimes talk about the carryover in the NFL for that prime time game. Well, there's the same. It's the same principle here on a daily basis with the uh, with the with the uh, NBA, and um, you'll see uh, support. So there'll be carryover, but then just general support for uh, for both of those teams, especially when they're home. When when their games are late, it's it's just about guaranteed uh, that there's support for them. Or you know, and then if there's prof- professionals out there watching it and and they, you know, they want to go against them, they know they're going to get a premium, uh, a really good price going against them as well. So those games there uh, will draw plenty of attention. There'll be plenty of uh, line movement there as we get closer to tip off tonight still on your aba remark oh yeah the the, yeah. Uh, the virginia squires the virginia and the Pittsburgh squires. condors right the virginia squires which uh i believe that was julia serving's uh first team, uh, first team out, uh, out of mass umass and then uh yeah. to the then he, uh, the to, new york nets to, to, the, at the, time. to the nets yeah. which by the way that 76 nets team that 76 nets team is a major a major reason for the merger. Remember, I don't. I, so if you look, well, at the, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't if remember. If you if you, but I know if you read saying. about the history, or you look up the history, that was the year the Celtics. Uh, they they won. I think that was the year they beat the uh, the Suns in that great uh, that classic final. Um, and there was there was uh, a lot of uh, push uh, by fans uh, and uh, you know basketball junkies to to get those two to play each other. Uh, the 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 seventy six Nets and the uh, seventy six uh, Celtics uh, to to play each other for the true championship. Uh, it didn't happen, but uh, certainly the merger occurred not too long after that. But that seventy six Nets team was a terrific team, really good team. Oh, well, I mean, when you have Dr. J, Larry uh, Keenan, yeah. was on that team. John Williamson, uh, Billy Paltz, Al Skinner. Well, the the uh, good team. The one, the one thing that I will bring up played at the uh, the beloved Coliseum, oh, which you would tell you were. Uh, in. I've been I've been at games at the Coliseum. Yeah. Uh, I will say this: the best ABA related story though has to be the Marvin Barnes story. Oh, what with the tire iron? No, with the uh, <laughs> with the uh, they were playing a game in Louisville. St. Louis was, and the spirits, the spirits, who I think the owners are still getting paid. They by are. The way. They still are. Right? It's a great. Great uh, doc, if you haven't seen it. Great, uh, great uh, uh, investment. So, the he refused to board the flight back to St. Louis from Louisville <laughs> because the, the the arrival time in St. Louis because they're in different time zones. The flight was supposed to leave Louisville at at twelve oh five Louisville time and land in St. Louis at noon. <laughs> this is a good. You're and right. I forgot. Barnes <laughs> said, "Quote." I ain't getting a no damn time machine and rented a car instead <laughs> to go back. Yeah. It's not a bad drive. It's about a five and a half hour drive, but still the classic, <laughs> the classic. Oh man. Chris Andrews is here. Hi, Chris. Hello. Hello. How What's you doing? Up, buddy? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Uh, yeah. As we know, uh, busy man as you are. Uh, 
So we opened the show talking about the college football championship game. and we Both wanted, games. We wanted, Yes, both games. <laughs> yes. How could I forget a, a right smack dab in the middle of the NFL card? Ridiculous. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So this is you're sitting a four and a half on this game. Mm-hmm. And Vinny brought this point up yesterday, and I'm just curious what you did in your own, own rankings. Vinny, yesterday you said what? You just did five? Four. Four points on Washington after that win against Texas on Monday night. How did you adjust Washington? Uh, after again now fourteen and zero and a win in the college football semifinal game. Well, I, you know I had that game against Texas at a pick'em. Okay, so I didn't have that big of an adjustment to make. Uh, so my original power ratings came to Michigan three, but I didn't like some of the injuries that occurred on Washington. So I, I actually made the game four, which is what I made it, which is what I opened it, and I still think that's a pretty good number. I'll tell you what the betting pattern's been so far, uh, very much like a Super Bowl. Laying me the points <laughs> and taking the money line. There we go. And uh, I had dinner with uh, one of Michael's partners last night, and I had dinner, I had lunch with Michael today. Let's just hope that pattern keeps up because we got one, two, three working for us, and four ain't so bad either. So I, I'm happy you brought that up with, with Super Bowls because, as a lot of people know, yeah, uh, they'll just – like you said, they'll bet you on the money line with the dog. They'll lay the points yeah. with the favorite. And mm-hmm. the favorite winning but not covering is usually a great result. Great thing. You know, it's funny. You know, and I know a lot of guys uh, watching now have bet, read Billy Walter's book. Of course. And Billy talks about one of his worst beats. And it was kind of funny because I know Billy a little bit. I don't know him super well. But I know enough to joke with him. Uh, one of his worst beats. When I think he still wound up winning the game. He had Arizona against Pittsburgh. But when... Mm. Uh, I think he had a first half bet too, and when James Harrison oh, <laughs> ran that back, rumble and stumble. Uh, so I, I had met some guys that are doing a documentary on Billy. I told him, tell him I, it was kind of funny with me. Uh, it just I'm getting off kilter a little bit here, but that that touchdown was huge because I also had, will there be a score in the final two minutes of the first half? But of course, I uh, the point I wanted to get to is I found a really cheap money line on Pittsburgh, and I, I like Pittsburgh. I didn't love them. I like Pittsburgh that day. I think I laid, they were like a six point favorite. I think I laid like about 210. Pretty good. And they should be like 250, 260 in that range, something like that. I laid 210. And conversely, I found another great price on Arizona plus 10 and a half. And again, watch those. And, you know, I know there's a lot of guys out there, you, you, you always want to create value for yourself. So I, I think I laid like about $1.70 or something like that and took Arizona plus 10 and a half. It wound up being my, one of my best Super Bowls of all time. And I think Billy wound up, no matter what, Billy's doing okay. Well, that, I'm not, you don't have to worry about Billy fine. too much. That was, a, uh, that was during the run where we just continually got great Super Bowl after mm-hmm. great Super Bowl. That's one of the greats. I think that is the greatest, Could personally. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the winning catch. Before. Yeah, I mean, that was such yeah. an accurate throw by Roethlisberger. It's insane. To hit Santonio Holmes in the, in the corner of the end zone with three defenders. Kind of right there. It's pretty funny that one of the best games in the history of the NFL features the Cardinals, which a franchise that can't seem yeah. to have its own way. But hey, and a little blip in their history where they were pretty uh, good. That's and, why. And you know, another thing to bring up. Yeah, they were. They looked like they were going to win a very weak division, and we saw that probably from about week twelve or so on. And everybody was saying, "Oh, I can't wait to bet against the Cardinals in the playoffs. I can't wait to bet against the Cardinals in the playoffs." I'm just telling you. Be careful. 
You know, that, 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 was, that would be my caveat to everybody. Yeah, that was uh, every game's a little different. They beat Atlanta with Matt Ryan as a rookie. I can't remember. They I beat can't. Jake DeLome when DeLome imploded, a five interception game. That I do remember. Yeah. Kurt Warner beat, was a quarterback. Yeah, right? Kurt, Kurt Warner, Warner was a quarterback yeah. for Arizona. And then they beat Philadelphia in a four versus six because that was the year the Giants were the best team in football. Plexico Burr shot himself in the leg in a nightclub. Yeah. As we all leg? Know. Is that what we're calling it now? Foot, the leg? leg wherever yeah. you want to yeah. say. Wherever okay. you want to say. Yeah. Uh, goodness. That was, uh, was an interesting year, uh, to say the least. All right. Um, I want to go real quick to college hoops mm-hmm. before yeah. we go to the to just some housekeeping on some on on the futures book that we said we would get to cuz there is there are two good games in college hoops tonight. One of them features UConn. Yeah, I know Butler's not the greatest of teams, but it's a Big East conference game. Conference game at, at Hinkle. Yep. So, difficult place for UConn to play. They're sitting 5-point favorites right now. And then the other one is Illinois playing Purdue in West Lafayette. Uh, of course, Illinois will still be without Shannon, who is still suspended for the uh, the the legal issues in Lawrence, Kansas, that he is facing right now. Uh, that's ten and a half, which is a big, big number. Yeah. They laid ten. Oh, I know they did. They laid the ten, but ten and a half still is a a big number. Now, I know Purdue's awesome, but that Illinois team, even without Shannon, that first time out looked looked all right in that in their big win against FDU. Who we as who have no tied all in FDU Purdue. They're linked for, forever now, yeah. Chris. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, I remember the days when we would have Ivy League games on Friday, and oh, that those was Those are it. coming. Don't worry. <laughs> well, that was it. All we had was Ivy League games. And put the overnights up on uh, Yeah, we put Saturday. the overnights up on Saturday. Uh, yeah, those are two pretty good conference games. And, you know, Connecticut, yeah, they're going to be right there again, I think. And uh, Purdue, I don't know if they're the favorite, but they're certainly among the favorites right now. To get uh, where is the final four this year? Is it back in San Antonio San, again? Yeah. Um, not Las Vegas. No, 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 no. no. Yet. It's in Glendale. It's in Glendale. It's in Glendale. Arizona. It's in Arizona. It's in Arizona. Yeah. 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 Arizona. Okay. Yeah. 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 See, uh, uh, but I think they have a great chance of getting there. But it's you know pretty. Eh, there's a lot of teams up at the top with a pretty good chance. But they're certainly one of them. Yeah. It, it is in it is in Arizona this year. So they're UConn. Uh, Butler Butler money showing here. Not not real. You know the thing about it is when when you look at these. When, these home teams, especially these home dogs in conference games, um, they know they're on national TV. Uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna go again. They're going against the national champs, which always gives them uh, you know extra uh, extra incentive. Look, you see it in any sport. So not a real surprise here that they took the 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 six and the uh, and the five and a half and, and yeah. going with Butler. And let's remember this for this year. Next year it'll go back to uh, a power five. In in college basketball, there's a power six yeah. conferences because the Big yeah. East the, is the Big Six. Yep. Uh, is is as good as uh, uh, as any of the others. So, uh, and of course, this year with the uh, uh, with the Connecticut and uh, you know as the as the defending national champs. So, uh, and then in the other game, um, they laid uh, laid to ten with Purdue and uh, ten and a half. I've actually uh, uh, increased Purdue. I, I like what Purdue is doing. They 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 they've got a, a better a stronger vibe. To them this year so far than than what I've seen in in recent years, and um, I think you remember a few years ago. I think it was 2019 when Virginia Virginia won the national championship in 2019 after being the first team, yeah, the first number one seed yeah, that got beat in uh, in the first round by a 16 seed. 
Um, and I kind of get the sense, and I'm not, I'm not anointed Purdue as the national champion uh, by any means, but I get this a similar vibe out of this uh, team after what the what they've big not done in the last yeah, couple of big years. Big favorite last year. So, that was one of the big upsets of all time. And and they keep getting support in the futures uh, everywhere mm -hmm. you look. So yeah, it's mm -hmm. it, you know. they've they've looked every bit the part this year. Their only loss is that yeah. overtime game to Northwestern, yeah. where. Sometimes some conference teams just have your number. Northwestern's well, and, had their number. The and Northwestern shot uh, higher than uh, the 85 Villanova team against Georgetown oh, in Rupp go. Arena. We so, Look uh, at this. Were you alive at that time? No, I wasn't. Jeez, at Christmas. You weren't alive shot. at that time? Not even 85? No. Jeez. What, what, what year, year were you born, born again? I, do I keep my job? Yeah, you can. <laughs> 93. 93? Yeah. My uncle was at that game uh, at Rupp Arena. I know wow. that. So were we. For it. So were we. He might have yeah. bet with us. Oh, I mean, uh, from a friendly, per, from a you know, just a so, uh, friendly perspective. I, I before we get to the NFL slate this week, <laughs> Vinny, you brought it up, so we'll, we'll just bring this up here with Chris in now. Futures book, college football wise, mm -hmm. how does it end up? I would imagine, regardless of result, not not terrible, right? Not nah, you know, with with Washington, we do good. With Michigan, we do great. Okay. But right now, you know, we'll see because we got all that uh, money line play on Washington. You know, so we got a little cushion going in, but sure. not much of one. And, and, but we'll see. And then the groups, because Vinny, Vinny just jogged just, my memory. Yeah. I, where was Wa where was Washington? In they the were in one of the groups. I have. Which, they were. I had. A, they were in group. Uh, the first group. They were with Georgia, Penn State, Texas A and M. Oklahoma and Wisconsin. Uh, I mean, if you took that just to get Georgia and some more teams, yeah. you ended up with a well, you had the big dog there. and a bunch of also rans, which yeah. and you know. Michigan was in with uh, SC, LSU, Clemson, Texas, and uh, and Utah. Oh, so if Texas yeah. had won on Monday night, yeah. we wouldn't know this would already be settled. Yeah, <laughs> and actually, we're in good shape with that. Mm -hmm. We got we used the exacta. We're in good shape with the exacta. Yeah. Uh, so we had about yeah we had three different futures going into this one. Good shape all the way around. Yeah, I, I would imagine more than anything that Bama getting KO'd probably was even yeah. better than Texas going out. Yeah, and then Georgia earlier. We yeah, had a lot Georgia, of Georgia obviously money, already you know, gone. Yeah. Florida State futures gone. Yeah, we didn't have that much on Florida State. I, that was a team I liked from the beginning of the year, and uh, I think I had the right idea. You know, they just kind of got uh, an unlucky break at the end. You know? What are you going to do? Quarterback got hurt, looked bad in two games they won, and yeah. then they lose by 60 when everyone sits out the orange. Yeah. So. That is what it is. All right, I want to hit these two Saturday games before we take, yeah. take our first break of the show. The Steelers, here they are with an opportunity. They need some help, but first things first to them. They need a win mm -hmm. on Saturday to at least keep their playoff chances alive to Sunday. Steelers are three-point favorites on the road in Baltimore. Ravens already have the one seed locked up. None of the, none of the big guys are playing in this game on both sides of the ball. No Lamar, Odell Beckham, Ryan, Ryan and company yeah. on the show earlier had, with the incentives. Odell Beckham's not playing. Uh, we know that. Uh, they signed Dalvin Cook today. So yeah, he I might saw that, yeah. The bulk of the carries for them on Week uh, 18, they're signing people. Yeah. You got to uh, love it. And then, uh, right, Chris, we actually already saw this year. Pittsburgh won the previous matchup yeah. in this yeah. series in week four in a game. Yeah. Baltimore found a way to lose more so than anything. Right. Uh, three. They have bet you down from three and a half. I'm not really surprised that people came in and took the hook in this one. 
Well, I had four for a while. Yeah. And I remember when I opened with the market, listen, this week is very tough for bookmakers. Oh, yeah. And throw your uh, bookmaking fundamentalist hat in the fire for this week because it ain't going to work. So I opened four just to be with the market. But I remember saying at the time, and I told my guys, there's no way Pittsburgh should be four over this team. I don't care who's out there for Baltimore. I, you know, you, you name a bunch of guys who won't be there, but everybody who will be out there, they do not want to lose to Pittsburgh. And I could guarantee you John Harbaugh does not want to lose to Pittsburgh either. He's doing the smart thing. He's resting his starters. I mean, Harbaugh said for many, many years, I think he's probably the second best coach in the NFL. With the demise of Bill Belichick, I'm going to have to revise some of those ratings. But uh, I think I think Harbaugh does a great, great job. He will have the players that are out on the field motivated for this game. And uh, I got to tell you, even at three, I don't I don't think I would take the Steelers. I would take the Ravens or, or pass. I think it's going to be a really, really tough game. Listen, once they kick off, I'm going to be rooting for the Steelers. Everybody knows that. But my objective hat is on as a bookmaker. And, uh, well, I'll tell you what, it'd be very, very hard for me to bet Pittsburgh in this game. Tyler Huntley. Under, yep, Huntley under, will start. Under center here for uh, for the Ravens. Um, I, I think Chris's point's uh, spot on. I mean, it, 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 you're Harbaugh, all he's going to talk about is the fact that they lost that first game. Yeah. So you're asking the Steelers to win. Uh, to sweep the the season series with the Ravens, um, one of the better home field advantages in uh, in the league in in Baltimore. But all of that aside, I think you know points are at a premium. Uh, you know we we oftentimes talk about it, and um, you know here we are, week eighteen, and um, you know the Steelers obviously are playing for for a playoff spot. Um, the thing to keep in the back of your mind, though is the fact that the Ravens, by resting everybody, they're going to rest for three weeks, what amounts to three yeah. weeks, which when their first playoff game comes, that they, they're going to have to spend at least the first quarter getting back into a rhythm. So just keep that in the back of your mind. And the same goes for the Niners. Three weeks without uh, without – you're certainly going to practice, but without a game, um, that's just something to tuck away for uh, fu yeah, I, future I, handicapping purposes. And I've seen that work both ways. The teams come out stale after the break, and teams that don't. And I forget what year it was. The year the Saints beat the Colts, two thousand nine. Oh. Wow, that long ago. Yeah. You were alive then, right? That's that's that. <laughs> That was a close, a, a close Jets. Sorry, I hear some chuckling from behind oh, the counter. Those yeah. guys Ryan weren't. Might have, yeah, Ryan he, might have been four. Jesus, <laughs> nine, nine. Nine, okay. Anyway, both those it's two like being teams. being a daycare in here. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> both those teams had the number one seed wrapped up going into the final week yeah. and did kind of the same thing, and both wound up in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But I've seen, to Vinny's point, I've seen other teams, yeah. like you, we mentioned, uh, and I'd have to go back and look, the year the Cardinals made the, the Super Bowl is a four versus six. So somewhere along that line, that number one seed got got beat. Giants got beat by by the Eagles, but that yeah. was a weird. But one. then the Giants won the Super Bowl as a wild card. Well, the year before, right. yeah, yeah, they won, they won, they won as a wild card. Yeah. So and, there's and, crazy stuff, gap. Yeah. So yeah. every every game is different, and every situation is different. But it's hard to get locked into one thing and say this is the way it is. You know. So that, oh, yeah. I just want to give out that. Especially, I did have a question, yeah. and Jeff, either you or Vinny might know better than I did. 
I probably should know this, and I'm almost embarrassed to ask. Nobody gets automatically in with a Pittsburgh loss, do they? So Buffalo would be clinched. Okay, but they're a playoff spot, but not the playoffs. There's no plan. They're playing for the division. They want to host a game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're still playing. There's a huge difference between the two and the seven, which would what it would be if Buffalo lost and Pittsburgh lost. Uh, But actually, no, Buffalo would. Yeah, Buffalo would have to be clinched because. Oh, now, I'm, now, 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 I'm going to tell you right now. But I'm not worried about Buffalo. Regardless, I'm not worried about Buffalo. They're going to be playing. I, I think the the both games on Saturday though are have implications. Well, the winner. The winner I think there's the implications, but is anybody in automatically? I have to double check on Buffalo now because Buffalo doesn't have the tiebreaker on on uh, on Jacksonville, but I think they do. They do have the tiebreaker on Indy, but not here's It's it convoluted. Convoluted. Yeah, yeah. they will play hard and get the. They're going to try to beat Miami whether they're oh, in or out. Well, that big difference tell. for having two yeah. home games or no home. Well, games. I'm not um, worried about Buffalo. Especially I'm worried about this, some of the other this time of year. So, yeah, you, yeah. Is, winner is the in, second, right? Winner of the second game's in regardless. Yes. And we're going to get there right now because Indy and Houston, as we all expected, this is for a playoff berth. Naturally, two teams that had win totals of six and a half. <laughs> two teams that have rookie head coaches. Two teams that had rookie quarterbacks. Oh, and by the way, Anthony Richardson played in three games this year for Indianapolis, and it's the journeyman Gardner Minshew who has done the bulk of the work here. Chris, this is a favorite flip, though, in this game. Yeah. Open Indy won. Now it's Houston won. It's a very interesting handicap game because it is one of the games that really matters for both teams involved. But it's also a spot that neither of these teams have been in. At least these groups. Yes, Houston won the divisions with Bill O'Brien and Deshaun Watson. That's a little ways ago. We, we know Indy's history, but none of the guys that are there now are are were when the Colts are always making the playoffs mm-hmm. and such. Mm-hmm. This is a very I'm very interested to see which hand which team handles the limelight better for teams that, quite frankly, were under the radar this whole year, and here they are. One of them is going to be in the AFC playoffs. Well, I think the big question is you know, how is CJ Stroud? Absolutely. Um, I think if with a healthy Stroud, and you got to figure he's probably healthy. You know, is he rusty? That would be the question. I think the health right. is probably Second okay. Game, yep. Uh, I you know I think this is probably the correct flip. I think probably Houston should be a very slight favorite. My power ratings would come to about Houston one or one and a half in this game. And even though I did open the other side, the favorite, I moved it very, very quickly. Uh, as a matter of fact, and I charted all my bets on these because we're just all over the place on a bunch of them. But I do have some money on Houston minus one, and I really didn't take anything on the Colts at any price. So I moved it very quickly, and I kind of agree with the number right now, or even maybe Houston minus one and a half. Um, to your point, Jeff, uh, about you know not been in this position, so home field helps the Colts. Yep. And then to Chrissy's point, I also think that even though Stroud has missed two games, I think it I think the money coming in on the Texans is Stroud over Minshew. Yeah. Um I do think though that the Colts are healthier overall, particularly at the skill positions, than mm-hmm. than the Texans. Uh I would not be surprised if if Colts money does show overnight and tomorrow, yeah, um, Pittman's going to be f- at full strength. Same with Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Uh, you know, it's. 
I mean, it's a difficult. It's a difficult handicap. It re- it yeah. really is a difficult handicap. I thought, I thought the number should have been picked. So the fact that it's flipped from one to one, it kind of shows basically that. Basically, a pick them, right? I mean, yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, it, it makes you're pretty much sense. picking the winner. Of this exactly, yeah. you are. You, you, look, if Houston wins by one, so be it. Or if someone buys the half point, Chris, you you'll, you'll love that. He only bought it off pick. No, yeah, yeah only only off pick. That's, That's right. Yeah. Uh, has there been anything on this total which? 47 and a half, by the way, guys. It's well open 47, I think, right? Yeah, second. I got one bet on the over 47. Okay. It's the second highest total of the week. Only Miami-Buffalo is a higher total. So, Well, that uh, speaks to the uh, who's not playing, I think. There are a lot of bad games this week. And there are a lot of games that should be good that won't be because guys aren't playing. Right. So, uh, so also, keep in mind as well, if you're out here in Vegas, I just have to throw my, my – uh, my, my public service announcement out there. When you're looking up at the rotation numbers, because the rotation numbers are always determined earlier before the schedule is made, don't blindly look at the rotation numbers and assume a game is early. Right. If it's oh, listed no. high, yeah. don't do it. Just make sure you, you have your sheet, you have your whatever app you may use to whatever your ESPN app to make sure you got a schedule, a schedule of games and when they're being played. The last thing you want to do is look up at 451, 452, Dallas, Washington, and be like, oh, I like that game. I need I'm gonna I'm gonna bet it, uh, I'm gonna bet it early, and then wait a second, we get it's a later one. Or you look at the bottom of it and it's Carolina and Tampa, which is listed in the normal 425 Eastern slot, and be like, Whoops, I didn't realize that game was at, at uh 10 a.m. So always just remember that every week, but especially here in week 18. Yeah. Make sure you know when the games are going off because the rotation numbers will not match where they're getting played, unlike the rest of the regular season. Good point. Very good. And I'm going to back up one more thing. I want to add one more thing about the Pittsburgh game. Please. This might be a good opportunity to tease the dog. Tease the dog. I mean, you're looking at a total of 35. You, know, you tease the dog, you get through three and seven. And, uh, you know, uh, you may even find a stray three and a half. There's a couple up there. If you can get a six point teaser at the right price, get you to nine and a half. Might be a pretty good play. I'd be a little more careful teasing the dog in that second game. Not that it's a bad play, but the total is 47 and a half. You know, points. Vinny talks about points being a premium. Definitely in the Baltimore Pittsburgh game. Maybe not so much in the uh, Houston uh, Indianapolis game. It still might be a good teaser opportunity. You got to love teasing home dogs, I think, when you're teasing up. Mm. Why not? I mean, it's a. Oh, grab it, points. Go, I go, mean, go, it's go, also go. these games. It doesn't matter who's playing. We did it see, for what it's worth, when Baltimore got that one seed in 2019. I know the teams are different, and Duck Hodges was playing quarterback that day for Pittsburgh. But Baltimore sat all their guys, and they went out and they beat Pittsburgh, who needed the game. Mm-hmm. Just because you need the game, it's no automatic in this yeah. league, as no, we know. You oh, know it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, Again, uh, guys, you know, we talk about. But teams that are out of it and guys fighting for their jobs. Mm-hmm. There's guys on, on on winning teams that are fighting for their jobs as well. Listen, you're 53rd right. man on that roster. You're fighting man, for your job exactly. every week. Yeah, 100%. you know. So and this, and and guys know that this is my time to uh, my time to shine to the co- for yeah. to the coaching staff because uh, I'm going to get playing time here. So uh, absolutely, yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. When we get back. We'll get to Sunday. We are going to do the games in rotation number order. From the Las Vegas uh, rotation numbers. So just be on the lookout for that when we get back. Sports by the book, South Point Studio.
South Point is also proud to provide a variety of relaxing amenities for the guests who want to be pampered. Soak up the sun and let your stress melt away in our lagoon-style paradise swimming pool. A relaxing getaway where you can bask in the desert sun and enjoy seasonal food and bar service poolside. And if you really want to escape, come to Spa Costa del Sur. From couple suites to a co-ed wet area, our spa caters to business and leisure travelers who want to unwind and elevate their senses. A visit to one of our spa's steam, sauna, or whirlpool treatment rooms will leave any guest feeling like they can take on the world. Our gaming amenities include over 60 table games and over 2,600 of the most popular slot and video poker machines. We have penny slots, including the popular Buffalo games and real machines like Wheel of Fortune, Triple Sevens, and Megabucks. If you prefer video poker, try Deuces Wild, Double Double Bonus, or a variety of multi-denomination games. Or try your hand at one of the most popular casino table games in the world, Blackjack. Don't let the game intimidate you. Blackjack, also known as 21, is both easy and fun. And our dealers are always happy to assist. And the best part, Blackjack always pays three to two. Next, check out the roulette tables. Roulette is one of the easiest casino games to learn and so much fun to play. It's a favorite of both beginners and seasoned players. In addition to Blackjack and Roulette, our casino pit features over 60 popular table games like Baccarat, Pie Gal Poker, Three Card Poker, Ultimate Texas Hold'em, and Mississippi Stud. So get out of your room and come join in the fun. Welcome back in. It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Football Friday. I'm Jeff Parles. Vinny Malulo is here. Chris Andrews is here as well. Shout out to the crew. Jerry, Ryan, Sean doing great work as always in the back. All right. Rotation number order here for these games. So all over the map on the, on the time that these games start. So we're starting with a 125 Pacific game. That does mean something for the Dallas Cowboys. They're on the road at the Commanders, 13 points. Cowboys favored by 47 a total. Dallas was given a late Christmas gift. Well, actually, they were given two late Christmas gifts last <laughs> week. One from the refs for not knowing what number reported properly. Right. Yeah. And then Philadelphia going out and losing outright as a big favorite to Arizona. Dallas wins. They're the two seed in the, in the NFC with the chance at two home games, which Makes a path to the NFC title game pretty plausible for Mike McCarthy and company. Chris, you opened 13 and a half. They did take it on you. Down to 13. Total from 46 to 47. Even taking a little bit of the 13. You know, and I kind of understand it. Now, I hate voodoo handicapping. I, you know, I hate that. Well, in this, you know, but this, you can't help but think, over the years, this is the kind of game the Dallas is blown. And I don't mean the against the number. I mean outright. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I still think that Ron Rivera lose the locker room. I don't think he has. I think a lot of those guys like Rivera. Has he been a great coach? No. I think these guys want to come out and play hard for him. And I got to tell you, this is another one of those cases. I wouldn't take Dallas. I mean, if they were 10, I wouldn't take them. Uh, but I think uh, they're ripe for an outright upset. I don't know that I would go that far. I might throw a dollar or two on the money line if I was betting. 
But uh, I definitely like Washington plus the points here. I think I think Dallas maybe filling their oats a little bit and you know the way Jerry Jones talks and everything. They're already penciled into the number two in their own in their own brain, and they're not they're not there yet. So, Sam, Sam Howell will start for Washington. Is, yeah. uh, so that is something to at least look at. Uh, and, and, you know, Vinny, it's I, – I had this thought just going through these games this week, and Chris kind of just brought it up. Like, we have seen Mike McCarthy coach team slash Dallas team, regardless of coach, find a way to blow games like this. And can I you, don't know if they're going to. Can you say Phoenix? <laughs> <laughs> Arizona? Very, very good. Well – Right now, the Arizona Cardinals are solely responsible for the NFC top teams being in sh- in the yeah. in the positions they're in right now. But it it, it, it just Washington. This is going to be Ron Rivera's swan song. He, I, I like, think everybody knows. Like we know this. He's he's, he's getting fired tomorrow. He's as good as fired. Excuse me on Monday. He's as good as fired. And as could be. who knows what the new ownership does? Who do they just promote the enemy from within? Do they take a big swing and see if Belichick is interested in coming to Washington after? It ends in New England. Who knows? But for this individual game, Vinny, and, and Chris, I'm surprised you didn't, uh, there was no dimishin- diminishing returns remark potentially on this game. Um, I think I'm with you. I would definitely not lay 13. Well, talk, uh, talk I, about teasing a dog. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Up to 19. Why not? <laughs> yeah. You're really crazy. Just get a seven-point teaser. Get it to 20. <laughs> You're going to pay a little extra. It might be worth it. But, I, you know, you might not need it. Might not need it that one Washington 13 point dogs against Dallas again Washington just uh, I know I know we, we there's no such thing as NFL tanking Washington loses they clinch the second overall pick yeah but those guys on the field don't care about it. oh I know they don't I'm just throwing mm-hmm. it out there just for, neither does Rivera because he ain't gonna should, be there no. either. Rivera yeah. should try to win the game to just the owner the, draft the owner wants it yeah. but by the way speaking of diminishing returns my power ratings would come to like uh 15 on this game Okay. So I think there is a little bit of diminishing of returns already in the number. By the way, San Francisco uh, last week, even with the diminishing returns, found a way to get there in the end, uh, 27 to 10. All right. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the Niners, you ready for Sam Darnold and Carson Wentz? What guys? a battle. Unbelievable. What you a ready? battle. The battle of the backups. I, I will say this. I'm a little surprised that the Rams are sitting there, guys. Yeah. Because but- if they lose and Green Bay wins, the Packers, on the virtue of the game Stafford didn't play this year, where Green Bay destroyed Brett Rippon and won big, Green Bay would move to the six, and the Rams would move down to the seven, which I know the I know that the Rams philosophy, we don't care, we'll go in a row, we'll play anyone. That is a progressively harder path to make a run, having to go through assuming the Cowboys do actually win. Well, right. you're you're saying it's it's you know. That the Rams are going to play, you know, based I, I on the numbers, it, right? It's it's the I Cowboys. Think, I think it is easier for for the Rams to go into Detroit with all that hoopla that would come from that game with Stafford returning right. to Detroit for the first right. time in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be easier to potentially win that game. You also are not automatically saddled with playing the Ram- the uh, the Forty Niners in a one six. Uh, maybe a seven seed could upset Dallas, and then you might not see the Niners until the title game. But regardless, he's playing Carson Wentz, a quarterback. Four on the Niners, 41 to total. I don't know what to do with this game. I have no idea what I'm getting out of Carson Wentz. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> Games bounce, right, Chris? I mean, four yeah. down at the lowest three, back up to four. I mean. Yeah, it was. The first bet came in plus the four. I went all the way down to three because I had to respect the guy that yeah. bet me was a sharp guy. I guess 
you know, I mean, we all kind of figured Purdy wasn't playing. But then, of course, now we find out that it's going to be Carson Wentz, and that game jumped back up to four pretty quick. Um, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I, you know, there's, you know, I hate to say this. I really do. But there's going to be so many of these games this week, I'm saying. I, I just don't know what to do. And sorry. I, I'm sorry. I think I did mention that. Did I mention already on the show? Rob Mish wanted me, or one of these guys, now Patrick Everson, wanted me to comment on how hard it is to book this week. And I said, I just didn't want to. Sounds like I'm not. You know, <laughs> really, because it is hard to book. But, I mean, oh, everybody I, knows. Well, you, you just, Every year it's the same. You, it's hard to yeah. book. You, you know? book a you, quicker line movement. I mean, a full point from oh, yeah. four down to three is, you know, that's, that's not Unheard something of. you're going to do in week it eight. It doesn't happen. You well, know, your fundamentalist so, uh, bookmaking thing is out yeah, the window. So, you know, to, to, you know, no McCaffrey. Again, who, how much are the other starters going to, to, to play or Probably not? not much. Because, again, here you have uh, – you've got st- – uh, the same thing as the Ravens, right? It's three weeks now that they're, they're, they're not going to see action. And, again, sure, you heal uh, – so who knows how it's gonna uh, gonna play out? But uh, I, I don't know. Uh, you you try. The other thing about these games too is from a, from a better's perspective when you're looking at them, is you might see some more first half action than so, than game action. I'm happy you Jeff. brought that up. Thank you. I'm happy you brought that up oh. because there are some spots. I want you to this be week. happy. There are some spots this week though, and this is not one of them. But we may get to them as we go along. Yeah. It sticks in my mind. Last year, Tampa already had the NFC South clinched. Todd Bowles played Tom Brady the whole first half. Mm-hmm. And the Bucks were plus money first half. And they were an underdog in the game. They win the first half. Everyone goes out. And Atlanta, I think, outscored them 17 nothing in the second half, won the game comfortably. Where if you did that right, you bet Tampa money line first half. Yeah. And then you come back with Atlanta in the second half. Correct. And- uh, a pr- laying a price. I think Tampa was up four at halftime, and the Falcons were minus four and a half second half. So you're just betting Atlanta to win mm-hmm. the game at that point. So there are plenty of those opportunities. Yes. Not, and not this game, but there are going to be other ones potentially on the board, uh, especially one that we'll get to in a little bit. It's there are there are, it's a different bookmaking uh, uh, aspect in in many of these games, uh, and it's a, do- a different handicapping aspect as well. Move along. Let's go. Uh, we'll we'll save Miami Buffalo for a little later, which is the prime time. Which is game. the prime time. That's game. why it is right. four fifty five and four fifty six on your card. But we'll get to that later because I want to I want to uh, get to a few more of these sure. games before hitting the big one. Because uh, I have a feeling some of these games are going to be uh, quick hitters with the way that they are matched up here. Uh, New Orleans is three against Atlanta. Uh, four fifty seven, four fifty eight. This is a ten a.m. Pacific, one a.m. East, or one p.m. Eastern. Well, it might as well be one a.m. There's no one. Uh, by, by the way, all the afternoons are 125. Yes, Pacific, yes. right? It's yeah. all one one east or 25 east. Right. To the, uh, for week 18, mm-hmm. Saints would win the division if they win and Tampa loses to Carolina, which I don't know of anyone other than the fans of the New Orleans Saints went to watch the Saints pass this week. Chris, you're three. We don't know if Heineke's going to be ready for Atlanta though. He's a game time decision as of the, as of this moment. This toggle between three and three and a half. Okay. Uh, you know, wise guys on both sides, depending on which side they liked. But certainly taking a lot of three and a half on this game, more so than laying the three. So that's where we are there. Uh, total, uh, they bet me over 41 and a half, under 42 and a half. You'll see me at 42 right now. So again, good two-way action, depending on what, what 
side you liked and looking for the best numbers. That's what I would tell all you betters out there. If you're going to play this game, make sure you get the right number. No, I mean, uh, it's from our side, you know, we just don't want uh, certainly don't want the Saints by three. Uh, they'll be they'll be pretty spirited in this one. I mean, and and the other thing to remember, you mentioned it. Um, you you brought up good points, Jeff, about where things are positioned on in terms of the schedule, and but let's remember uh, the times of the games. The Buccaneers Panthers game is going to go at the same time. One thing that the NFL has done right in recent years is have the teams that have implications, the results have implications on other teams that they're playing at the same time. And uh, that's important. Chris and I remember the days when yep. we'd have to take off and, and learned uh, pretty uh, pretty costly uh, that that had to be the case because if a team uh, in the afternoon, there was a time when, you know, if the team in the afternoon, uh, you know, was impacted by a result in the morning and you left it up, the number could, ch you know, change yep. drastically. And uh, so uh, some pros, uh, uh, that was something we learned pretty quickly. I would say this too. Don't worry so much about who needs the game. Worry about who's in the game. Yeah. Correct. You know, rather than like, you know, you look at Baltimore. Okay, yeah. obviously they don't need the game. Look to see who's playing in the game. Yeah. You know, look at that rather than who needs the game. And and again, both of these teams are not any good. These Atlanta-New Orleans game, where part of the reason both of these teams, Atlanta technically could still win the division. Oh, yeah. They win and Tampa loses. They win the division. So yeah. technically this is a game where both teams yeah. are alive unless if, are alive if Tampa somehow blows that game. But there's Carolina. so much interest on the game, right? Look yeah. at them with the number. Uh, yeah. I mean, you look at this game. My handle this week is through the roof. By the way, if you're feeling especially lucky. Yeah, go for it. I got Atlanta 2,000 to 1 to win the, the Super Bowl. 2,000 to 1. 2,000 to 1. I need, I need 8,000. <laughs> you ain't getting that. I need 8,000. Not, yeah. not, not three. Not four. I need eight. Yeah, we were. You weren't allowed. Why don't you just say ten? I mean, I should have. I might have said twenty. Why not? I might give it to you. Who knows? Yeah, so. whatever. I. Yeah, you know, we were it's talking about win, a guy. So. Jimmy was talking about a guy who came in and said, "You know, you know, you got a lot of good numbers on the board here, but I got seven plays. I'm gonna need about an extra half point." Do you remember Tony Zombo? You remember oh, Tony Zombo? Classic. Tony Zombo. He had a game. Great dice dealer, by the way. Too. Was he? Down at the horseshoe. He was a, yeah. a terrific dice dealer. Tony, Tony came in. He wanted three and a half. One again. He says, Tony, I'm at three. I've been three all week. I need three and a half. Tony, it's three. Takes his teeth out <laughs> to scream at me while he's waving his teeth. And I'm like, you know, let's just say it wasn't. <laughs> Tony, for Christ's sake, I'm not giving you the three and a half. And quit waving your teeth at me and get the hell back over there. And that is God's honest truth. Waving the teeth, waving the teeth. They yeah. weren't exactly clear of saliva when he pulled them out. I was going to say, it, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure it was a wonderful thing to witness. Oh, it was a, what a pleasure that was. <laughs> Tony's um, and, he got, and normally he was pretty quiet. He was pretty. I was, part, I was right? surprised that he went, he went off on but me he, like that. Yeah, yeah. But he I, needed that half a point. <laughs> so good. I was that's down. So I good. came down. I was down. I came down. Down the horseshoe one, and, and he's the, the only game. That, I'm going to buy in. You know what he says? I change all. What the hell are you doing here? <laughs> Tony, you come and see me. Uh, go ahead, Jeff. Oh, Sorry. man. No, it's still, I, it's still, <laughs> the teeth. Goodness. Ah, man. All right, let's uh, keep rolling here. 125 Pacific for this one. The Giants and the Eagles. 
the flailing Philadelphia Eagles, yeah. who uh, had a, who were given really a, a great opportunity, get to the final three weeks of the year, handle your business against the Giants twice and the Cardinals, and even with all the problems you're having, you still win the NFC East. Not so fast, my friend. No, there you go. Blowing a double-digit lead to Arizona, and quite frankly. Escaping the giant game. Escaping the giant game, but quite frankly, if Kyler Murray doesn't throw that pick six in the first half, Arizona might win that game going away yeah. next week mm, right. with point. the way that played out. Good job. So, Tyrod is going to start for the Giants. Yes. As of now, the Eagles are playing their guys. I'm not so sure that if Dallas doesn't get out to a big league that we see Marcus Mariota and company midstream here. Mm-hmm. For Philadelphia, Chris is a toggler. Was at first a toggler between five and a half and five, and now it's a toggler between five and a half and six. You're sitting at five and a half right now. Well, they did take six off me. And let me tell you the way when I opened this game. Let me double check here. Uh, okay, I did open five and a half. They laid it to me. I went to six. They took the six. They also I got a big play on the money line on the dog. <laughs> Okay. I'm one of my really wise guys, and I thought, oh, man, this thing's going to start tumbling down. So I moved it pretty aggressively all the way down to five. Now, they did lay me the five, and uh, they're kind of laying me the five and a half uh, a little bit, but mostly minus five plus six. Like I said, pretty good play on the money line on the dog. Um, the number didn't particularly move his way like I think he thought it would. But he is a guy that I have to respect. He's a really good handicapper and made me a pretty nice size bet on uh, the Giants plus $2. And I think um, he can get even better than $2 right now, but that's what he took. Eagles uh, Eagles scrambling, yeah, no question about it. And the Giants would love nothing more than to uh, to to knock them into the second spot, right? So, But I think this is another example, Jeff, to your point about, uh, you know, maybe maybe it's a play on the first half. Uh, rather than yeah. uh, than the game itself, so. Well, I like the job. Well, but to, to your example before, right, with the Atlanta game uh, against Tampa a year ago, right? Maybe it's Eagles yeah. in the first half and the Giants for, in the for, second. For what it's worth, I don't care if the Eagles are playing their guys the whole way. I like the Giants in this game yeah. with the way that the way the Eagles have looked. It just it feels like it's impending doom for what is happening with them. Where they won all those close games, ten and one. The Niners smacked them around. Okay, mm-hmm. it's fine. The Niners are really good. They're the best team in the NFL. Then they get smacked by Dallas. Okay, Dallas is great at home. And then these last three weeks have been all right. It's not just that they lost to two really good teams. It's that they're in trouble themselves. Where yeah. You let Drew Locke go 90 yards on you at the end of the game to lose that game. It, quite frankly, with the, we talked about this. If t- – Tyrod Taylor starts that whole game on Christmas Day. I think the Giants win that game outright. Mm-hmm. And then you lose to Arizona, who's four wins on the season. So Penny and I, that's another thing we talked about. There's like three good backups, what I call good backups in the NFL. Yeah. I'd say Gardner Minshew. Okay. Who's the other one we talked about? I can't remember. Um, I feel well, like this, is, uh, this Taylor is one, was one. Of, uh, yeah, but Tyrod Taylor is the other one. Pardon me, who was the other one? Tyrod was. Yeah, Tyrod was the third. We said, you know, there's three legit good backups in this league. Yeah, you know, but Tyrod Taylor, I would definitely put in that category. I'm yeah. getting a brain freeze right now. Um, but those guys are are guys who you would say, yeah, you could win with them. Uh, oh, uh, Browning from uh, 
Cincinnati. From, uh, Cincinnati. No, I mean, yeah. what we've seen from, from Browning, he has played oh, well. Yeah, yeah, he's played well. He's yeah. been up and down, of course, as we expected, but he's still a legit all, backup quarterback. Those are all, back, all, yeah, all good backup, backup quarterbacks. You know, so uh, I think right now Tyrod Taylor definitely in that conversation is a very good backup. As much as we love the Tommy DeVito, that was Jeremy fun. Lin it was fun. story. It was fun uh, while it lasted. <laughs> yeah, he's a very Jeremy Lin-ish yeah. uh, kind of thing. But uh, I think Tyrod Taylor's their best answer, uh, and I think they do have a pretty good chance. Like I said, the guy who bet me the dog on the money line is a guy I highly respect. He didn't take a good price. He guessed wrong there, but he is a good handicapper. This uh, this game a couple of weeks ago, or, or going into, going into the, yeah. the that three game, the end of the season, yeah. you know, Cardinals. I mean, Giants, Cardinals, Giants was a double digits. Yeah, fourteen. Yeah, the look mean, ahead number was. And yeah. look and for the Eagles. I I don't know what's going to happen. They could win this week, and they could the, the light bulb could come back on, sure. and maybe they get a run. But it, it, it is I don't. Maybe they win the game in Tampa or New Orleans or Atlanta. Whoever wins that the, the ridiculous division, but they aren't beating anyone who's any good with the way they're playing right now. Yeah. They have to go to Dallas or San Francisco. Good luck. May not be enough points to lay in that type of game with the way they've been. They, going. they would need an awfully big turnaround. Yeah. And need to fix the things that I don't think are fixable at this point. You brought up Jake Browning. Let's go there. This is a game that's actually meaningless for everybody. <laughs> the Browns are locked in. So Jeff Driscoll, remember him? He starts. The Joe fit. Flacco to rest. The, yes, Joe Flacco gets to rest because the Browns have a playoff spot. What a what a what a world. By the way, this will be Cleveland's fifth starter, which they will be the first team in NFL playoff history to make it there with Five starting quarterbacks in one season. Wow. And this one looks like the best. Flacco, yeah. Number four was the number. That was the number. Uh, Chris, so it's <laughs> the backups for Cleveland. Browning and company. Uh, Cincinnati, in all honesty. Cincinnati next year is going to be a team that everyone, a lot of people thought maybe a little regression this year. I don't think they expected the Burrow injury. But they're going to be the team next year that I think a lot of people will say, all right, last play schedule. Burrow's healthy. Browning stays. You have a good backup if Burrow were to get hurt. They're going to be the team on the up and up. But for this one, there's seven. Total 37, Chris. There is some seven and a half in the market on this game. Uh, I, I would imagine that if if anything, uh, after you open five and now all the way to seven, if anything, it may just go up at this point. I see some seven and a halves in the market. Yeah. It has gone up. Uh, we have a little bit of uh, plus seven, fortunately, earlier in the week uh, that put us at six and a half. Uh, you know, I, that, listen, that Cleveland defense, man, I'm not sure who all is going to be in the lineup, but that's a pretty darn good defense. Uh, I don't know. It would be very, very difficult for me to lay seven with the Bengals here. Just thinking Cleveland, you know, if you're out on the field, you're going to be, you're going to be hustling. You're going to be playing. You're going to be hitting. And that's, that's a mark of a very good defense, which is exactly what Cleveland has. I think as we get further or closer to Sunday, you're going to see more, I mean, you know, Cooper, Amari Cooper, Ford. Uh, Miles Garrett here, uh, Chris. Yeah. I mean, I think they're going to they're wrestle probably every, if not everybody, close to everybody. And 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 then again, you might see some starters uh, for the first quarter, uh, like the third week of the uh, the NFL preseason oh, yeah. type oh, yeah. uh, uh, type uh, situation. So, um, you know, again, the first halves or uh, first first halves are one thing, uh, games are another, and second halves are an entirely Different set of circumstances uh, uh, for this uh, this week eighteen. Well, also too, if the Bengals win this game, the entire AFC North goes over five hundred this year. Is that right? 
Yes, yeah, which would be the first yeah. time that's happened since they went to the four team division. Good. It's good. Yeah. Not, uh, pretty, pretty incredible. Strong. If that, great, it, great strong division. division. And also, kind of shows that if Joe Burrow, yeah, I know Browning's been good, but you have to imagine if yeah. Burrow stays healthy, Cincinnati would have been would have been made the, in the postseason, uh, even with how Browning has yeah. played. Listen, the way Mahomes kind of come back to earth a little bit, I don't know how much you blame the surroundings, but Burrow's got to be in the discussion as the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I, I, look, it's, Mahomes is still still the best. He is the best. Like, Burrow, I, going into the year again, and didn't play out that way because of the injury. No. I thought that the market had Buffalo and Cincinnati reversed, where I thought Cincinnati should have been treated as the higher-end team than Buffalo. But, again, when the quarterback gets hurt, it's a whole different yeah. ball game uh, for the Bengals, who, again, last play schedule with Joe Burrow back next year, dangerous, dangerous for the sure. rest Mark that, of the Mark that, in your back pocket. We yeah. take that yeah. into consideration yeah. for the regular season wins. Yeah, no, I, <clears throat> look, they'll, if that number comes in right on the season win total, I already know I'm betting their season win total over next year. Um, assuming that they're off, they don't, they're going to have to replace D. Higgins because he's going to leave to get a big contract somewhere else. But we'll see how it plays out. So many good wide receivers in this draft. All right, Ryan's Bears. Let's go there. The big one at 425 Eastern, 125 Pacific. Green Bay's in a win and in. Se- yep. Second consecutive year where the Packers, who last year, as we know, lost to Detroit in this exact same spot on Sunday night. Now they get the Bears and... Look, the Bay- there are a lot of parallels to that game last year where the Bears are playing some really good football right now. Justin Fields. And and right. quite frankly, this should be a, this should have been a game where the Bears are playing for a playoff spot. Uh, it should be winning in for both of them. Correct. Yeah. Correct. It should be winning in for both, but the Bears had the three collapses uh, that threw them out. Um, three, Chris, with a 45 on this. I think the number is perfect, personally. You know, I don't want to hear that. I think I think because we were at minus two and a half, plus three and a half. I, I, this game comes three. I, I think through, I, again. I, I know Vinny loves when I when I say this, but <laughs> I thought you open three. I thought that was the right number. I get why people gre- bet Green Bay early. I bet I I get why people bet Chicago at three and a half. Uh, and now. Again, I think Green Bay by three is your most logical result. Sorry, that's, guys. That's a torture us. Sorry, guys. <laughs> if you have a crystal ball, I'm going to break it over your head if, <laughs> if this game comes three. Uh, <laughs> that's the one thing I do not want to happen in this game. So I got a ton of business both ways here. I really do. And I can see, unfortunately, Jeff, I kind of agree with you. Three does look like the perfect number here. So you can make a case either way for both teams. Green Bay playing pretty good, but so is so are the Bears. I mean, they're they're playing well. So I I don't know. This is and by the way, I I do like Fields. I think they should keep Fields. That's one man's humble opinion. I know they could kind of restart with a rookie contract if they go through the draft, but I think Fields is actually pretty good. And if I were them, I would rather use some of that draft capital to maybe enhance a, a little depth in the roster. I'd still go after Marvin Harrison, but I'd yeah. try to get some depth elsewhere in that roster and i think they could be okay they have a very interesting offseason ahead especially with all these quarterbacks and look if michael Penix jr has a big game on monday night it's another guy who can possibly move himself into the top 10 you already have three guys who we know are going in the top five with Jaden daniels being that third name 
that yeah. has worked his way into a top five projection. Going to be an interesting call, and but for this one this weekend, Vinny, Ryan mentioned yeah. it earlier. It is the Bears Super Bowl, basically. Uh, and here you go, an opportunity to knock your biggest rival who has tortured you for years he out is. of the playoffs for the second consecutive year. The guy that tortured you, though, was in. Oh, I know. He's, uh, he's, he's, uh, in, he's coming in, up with interesting in theories on, uh, on, on shows uh, now. Yes, um, I know. Yeah. Uh, there's a few of these uh, from two and a half to three and a half. And, uh, you know, as, as, as the smile <laughs> gets bigger on your face. Um, you know, you asked me the other day about, about fields. I think the thing about it is just, yeah, they, sure they have to pay them, but with all that draft capital, if you were to, uh, if you were to not keep him, I don't care who you draft next year, you're starting over again. Right. right? And, and it's, 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 and no, you know, again, it's, it's very difficult, uh, anymore for, to, for the, the expectations for these, uh, these rookies, these first round quarterbacks to come into the league and you know save a franchise and and again going in with first and second year coaches young co or, or first time head coaches who who owners expect to be andy reed right off the bat um i mean it's it's unrealistic so again that's it by the way ryan you're a bears fan you want would, would you as a bears fan keep him or Keep them. Okay. Yeah, there I, you go. I, how about Eberflus? I, mean, well, I, so, so I think the players he, they, they 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 hate the offensive coordinator. The offensive coordinator. Oh but, no, yeah. But, but I will I will say this. It's for them, it's it's all or nothing for me. It's either you get rid of the quarterback and the coach and start fresh with everybody. Or you keep Eberflus. Ryan, I don't think they're getting rid of Getzy, even though I agree with you. And keep Fields, and we talked about this last week. Yeah. It doesn't mean just, hey, we're bringing Justin Fields back for 2024. It's we're giving Justin Fields a, the regular standard quarterback contract okay. at this point. See, that's where we're going to disagree. Okay. You have to, you know, why do you have to go $50 million? So, so because the, the, gonna... the only alternative that I could see here is you pick up the fifth-year option, you let him play it out, and then if he busts, you know what? If you yeah. did this draft right, you're going to have another top end of right. someone else's pick, and you can move up in the next draft. So that that's is, I don't think yeah. you have to go fifty million. So yeah. I uh, I will say this. Just want to throw one thing out that is kind of compares to what happened last year in this spot for Green Bay, where Detroit was the team that was steamed this offseason. They were the team with the higher win total. They're the division favorite. I just wonder if, if they, Chicago won't be the division favorite next year because most of the Lions will be back. Mm -hmm. But I just wonder if the Bears win this game and 8-9 and nine with playing their best football on the back end, how that messes with the season win totals and those make-miss playoff odds for next year. Well, Because that's the team everyone's going to be all over like they were Detroit this year where, look, they got it right with the Lions. Yeah. Well, how do they use their draft capital, right? Well, exactly. That's going to greatly impact it because they've be got a lot of draft capital. I, I, know, I know we still have a Super Bowl to get to and all that fun stuff, but... I'm already thinking on some of these teams that I already missed that are out for next year to see, hey, there are teams I'm going to be pinpointing in these win total markets that come up in the middle of the summer. Uh, Seattle and Arizona is next. I can already tell you this. Uh, the Cardinals the Cardinals have been significantly better than I thought they would be, regardless of what their record ends up. I thought they would win maybe, one, maybe two games at most. Since Kyler Murray's come back, they've not only not looked like a like a, the worst team in the NFL. They've looked like a, yeah. a regular mediocre football team. 
Regular, hey, maybe this is a 6-7 win team with Kyler Murray healthy. Chris, you open three. This is another. You have a lot of toddlers this week, guys. Yes. <laughs> a lot yes. of them. Uh, open well, three, down to two and a half, back to three, two and a half, now sitting at three. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I like Arizona outright, personally. I, I think the Cardinals are going to win this game outright, send Seattle into what will be a very uncomfortable offseason for that franchise. A lot of business on this game. Side, total, money line, the whole ball of wax. Uh, listen, everybody knows I've never been a Kyler Murray fan. Still not. Right. He's played a lot better than I anticipated. And uh, I got to tell you, it'd be very tough for me to bet Seattle laying points on the road here in this spot. I think I think Arizona is playing well. Uh, I, and that being said, if I was out there betting this week, I would not play this game. I'd lay off this one. Okay. Too tough. I believe ownership has said they were, are planning on sticking with Kyler Murray. I, the, apparent, the report right? that I saw last, which was about a month ago, is that Kyler Murray and this new coaching staff have gotten along great. Yeah. And Arizona, even though they are going to be picking at the top of the draft, not a, not huge fans of those quarterbacks. So well, they, they be, as of now, that is right. You know Arizona in 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 recent years with a different coaching staff has, you know, they they've not hesitated on mm-hmm. going back to back to back years, right? With uh, with quarterback, I'm not so sure they're going to do it this year. And that said, um, I think Murray tries to to make a point. This is this this is this is a difficult spot for uh, for the Seahawks. And when you look at the Cardinals and the way. One thing we've noticed about the Cardinals is that they they they've played hard all year. This is mm-hmm. again the classic example of players and coaches forget about tanking. It's that there's it's not even on their not on, on their, their radar. Not, on their radar. not it's not in their vocabulary. Uh, so um, this is a game here where if if you are thinking of the Cardinals here, uh, I don't know if you I you're not. You're not going to get. I don't think you're going to get three and a half, but I could see the money line action coming in on the yeah, I, I, on the dog here. I would just forego the points this week. It, it, it kind of feels like if Seattle wins, they'll find a way. To, the game will either land three, sorry, or Seattle will win and cover again with the game. Um, three. But I, I just like Arizona out. I, I that loss last week to Pittsburgh was just a a soul sucking gut punch for Seattle, where. Mm. They got it all back. They survived Geno being out with the win against Philadelphia. It was all there for them. And you know what? Pittsburgh was the clear right side all day mm-hmm. in that game. And here Seattle is needing help now. And I don't even know if they're going to help themselves here in this one against Arizona. All right. I I want to be quick on this one. Why? It's your team. I, exactly. Belichick, is, <clears throat> he's got the flu. Does he? what the word out of New England was today. that uh, Belichick, Belichick will, will beat yeah. the Jets one last time under the weather then. <laughs> New England's one and a half, totals 30 and a half, second lowest total of the year, Chris. Um, I don't have one dime bet on either side. That is interesting. That just shows how bad this game is. Also, the weather may play a factor here because there's potential for Heavy snow and 25-mile-an-hour winds. In I have game. quite a few dimes on the total under. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so uh, as far as the two sides, I don't I don't think anybody even knows they're playing, but they know it's going to be a low-scoring game. So I got money on the under, but that's that's about it. You know, that's all that we got. I mean, yeah, this 32 down to, what, 30, 30 and a half. I'm at so. 30 and a half. <clears throat> Somebody will find something in this game, but uh, all indications are this will be 
one of the, uh, if not the lowest handled uh, game on, on the board. Yeah. Not a bad spot yeah. to tease the dog up, though. Yeah. I, think the seven the, and a half. I think the Patriots are winning this game. Okay. Because... Because they because they always do. Because they always do. Exactly. Thank you. It would be 16 consecutive against the Jets. Last time the Jets beat them, week 16, 2015, mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick was the quarterback for the Jets. This is Belichick's last game, guys, as a member of the uh, Patriots. Of the Patriots? Yes, I believe it is. But I do not believe it's his final game ever because he, I do think, I don't know where, but he will be a head coach in the NFL I do believe that, but with, not in New with, England. With full control, GM, too? There's Ooh. one place that I think could give him full control. Washington? Bingo. And I think it would be a horrible mistake by Washington. I do, too. That As coach, general out. manager, you know, it only worked with, with um, Belichick when he had that, I forget, Steve from, wound up in Kansas City. Scott Pioli. Pioli. Scott Pioli. Scott Pioli. Um, It only worked when he had Scott Pioli. And look, it also helped that he had Tom Brady. Yeah. (laughs) Well, then look at Scott Pioli, what he's done at uh, Kansas City. Kansas City. Built a hell of a team. Let's let's keep rolling here. Uh, This is, Chris, this is is an interesting one because Jacksonville is everything to play for. Mm -hmm. Win, you win the division. Lose, you need a whole bunch of help. Uh, but they'll know if they can even lose and still get in because if Pittsburgh wins, then that path is shut off. Uh, we don't know Trevor Lawrence is going to play or not yet. We don't know. It's questionable. Game time decision, according to Doug Peterson earlier today. We do know Will Levis is not going to play for right, Tennessee. We so. know Ryan Tannehill is starting. Levis' season is over after that foot injury he suffered early in that game in Houston last week. Uh, Chris, you were as low as three and a half, as high as five and a half. Yeah. You're at four. Uh, that kind of just shows how I feel about this game. I have no idea. I really have no Well, the no betters don't here because, I mean, yeah. I, I got money at every one of those numbers. Yeah. I mean, money both ways at almost every one of those numbers. So uh, they don't know what, what's – you know, the players don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, you know, I, I will say this, though. I, I, I still love Mike Vrabel. I think he's a hell of a coach. And uh, I think this team comes in uh, strong. And, uh, let's just say this. Plays their hearts out. And I don't know if they win this game or not, but I think they play hard. Well, this this more likely than not, we know it's going to be the last game for Tannehill in Nashville. Yeah. But more likely than not, the final time Derrick Henry plays for the Titans. I think so. Free agent at the end of the year. Would be shocked if Tennessee gives him a big contract. Mm-hmm. Also, too, with New England opening up, I know everyone talked about, hey, the Steelers might trade Mike Tomlin. Yeah. I'm Robert Kraft. I'm calling Tennessee ownership yeah. and saying, hey, what does it take for me to get Mike Vrabel? Here to coach my team. I'm with you. I think he, I know this year has gone poorly, but yeah. the man is a great football coach. Terrific coach. If you watched his press conference this week talking about how his disdain for losing mm-hmm. speaks to exactly what you guys are uh, are talking about. And um yeah, we know Levis is out. Lawrence, the key is look. Yeah, I don't think it's the ankle as much as or the knee as much as it is. It's his throwing shoulder. That's uh, that's the key here. Um, the the Jags may get Kirk back uh, at wide mm-hmm. receiver, which which would be so. It, it's simple. They win. They're they're in playoff game um, <clears throat> as as division as division uh, uh, champs. Um, but you know you you play for Vrabel and 
you're not out there going through the motions. So uh, points valuable here. And uh, we came on the air. This game was three and a half. It's up to four. So Yeah, I, this was I think one. Money, uh, for, for the games that had at least a side with a ton to play for, yeah. this was the one I crossed off immediately. Because can't do anything until I see if Trevor Lawrence well, plays. Yeah. And I have no idea what version of Trevor Lawrence I'm getting anyway, yeah. even if he does play. Mm-hmm. So complex game. I, you are right. I know Tennessee is going to play hard, especially after last week, which was an abject disaster in that game yes. in Houston for them. Uh, and again, sentimental value with Derrick Henry. Probably this is the last time as a Titan. Uh, I, so I think there is something to that, at least just a little bit. All right, let's go to the game just down the road from us here. 425 Eastern, 125 local here in Vegas. The Raiders and the Broncos. You know, uh, if we got the right results over the last few weeks, this game could have been very important. Instead, it means absolutely nothing other than for who's going to finish second behind Kansas City in the AFC West. Winner of this game will be the second-place finisher and get, the, in essence, the harder schedule next year because of winning this game. Uh, Jarrett Stidham against Aiden O'Connell, as we all expected before the year, guys. Raiders are three. Total's 37. Uh, you know, Chris, this was, uh, you had two and a half earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. And another uh, toggler yeah. between two and a half and three. I, I, I feel like there is something on the line for the Raiders this week. Because if they win, I would believe Mark Davis is going to be more inclined to hire Antonio Pierce full-time. If they go from looking like the disaster they were under McDaniels to finishing in second place in the division, I think that buys Pierce the permanent, gets Pierce the the permanent job here, Chris. And with what has been said throughout the last few months, Monte Adams earlier this week flat out saying, yeah, we, we want Antonio Pierce to get the permanent job oh, yeah. the, as we as the players. I think the Raiders are actually playing. They're playing for him. They're, they're playing for Pierce think, and playing Chris? for him to get the permanent I, job. I is, like Vegas in this game. This is one of the sides I like because I think you know, for pretty much all the reasons you said, I think there is incentive on their side. I'm not sure there's any incentive on the side of Denver after some of the shakeups that they've had. I don't know how much they want to play for Peyton. I, you know, I'd throw that out the window. But I think they really want to play for Antonio Pierce. And I, th- I think they will come out strong here, and this is definitely one of the games I like. I'm not saying this is going to be the uh, the game necessarily that w- was the Chargers a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you right now, the, I, I agree with exactly what, what you're saying about Antonio Pierce. The players, they, they love him. They, they love want him. And they're going to they're gonna go full out for him here. Um, the, the Broncos, and I've got to tell you, Peyton has not – endeared himself to those players. Um, I think in their minds, if he threw Russell Wilson under the bus, who's making all that money and who's the the quarterback and the quote-unquote leader of the team, whether he deserved it or not, but to publicly throw him under the bus like that, those players are like, you know what? If he did it to Russell Wilson, he's not going to back me. I, I just think that I think he's lost that locker room. Uh, to to a, a great extent. I, I will say this for Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham could be playing for the starting job next year in this game. Well, he's going to be running for his life too. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, again, I'm just I'm just saying, like, that I can tell you the fact the fact that there was even a willingness to do this kind of speaks that Peyton must think that there's at least something there with Stidham, whether that he's a backup yeah. long term or maybe his starter week one next year. 
Denver's going to be in the marketplace for a quarterback. But well, it could get the panics. You know, I mean, that's, yeah. that's possible. Panics, Knicks, Bo Knicks, because they'll be picking guess, in mid, yeah. mid-teens. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. But I, I think we're all in agreement here on the Raiders' side uh, this weekend. All right, Minnesota and Detroit. Vikings can still make the playoffs. They need to win. Seattle needs to lose. New Orleans needs to lose. And Green Bay needs to lose. Not as unplausible as, as some would no. think. Uh, Minnesota, uh, they really made a big-time error last week. And I don't know if they would have won the game anyway. But to start their fourth-best quarterback in a game they had to have was a gigantic blunder. At least they knew to put Mullins in, but it was too late at yeah, that by point. Half it was too late. It was mm-hmm. too late at that point to do that. Detroit, I, you know, we know we everyone talked about it all week. I don't need to rehash what happened. We all know what happened with what happened to them at the end of that Dallas game. I am just curious from Campbell's perspective of this game is before the Dallas game. Yes. So we don't know. They won't know. Hey, we don't know if Dallas is losing or not. I expect Campbell, th- these guys, to play the whole game and play the game in normal effort. And quite frankly, with a normal effort Detroit, I think it should be way more than three and a half. So I like the Lions in this game at that number, Chris. Well, they're taking the Vikings. I know they yeah, are. So, I don't agree uh, with the market. You know, I mean, that the market is uh, disagreeing with you. Yeah. Which, believe me, if the market won all the games, bookmakers would be broke. <laughs> so <laughs> you're perfectly entitled to disagree with the market. I can yeah. tell you that. And I kind of am with you on this one. I think uh, I think after what happened last week in Detroit, or with Detroit, I think they come out and play hard again this week. Yeah. You know, I think that you know why would they lay down? I don't see that happening. Did they lay it early, oh, Chris? Yeah, I mean, they've been all over the place. In yeah, this game. I, I yeah, because I was up yeah. to five, five and a half, maybe uh, four and a half. They yeah. took three and a half. They laid three and a half. They took four. Yeah, I, mean, I think we're going to need that over. Viking money. Uh, uh, at some point, because I could yeah. see this one going back up for the reasons you guys mentioned. Yeah, I just in Minnesota, in all honesty, like this season for them, because this, there's numbers out there to dictate this team is better than the team was a year ago. You just feel like if Kirk Cousins didn't get hurt, we'd be talking about both of these teams are sitting starters because they're both wrapped into the playoffs. Yeah. Really does feel okay. like that Minnesota. Mm-hmm. The reason they're going to be on the outside looking in is solely because of the Kirk Cousins injury, mm-hmm. where I think that they would have probably been where the Rams are right now, where they're locked in to the six mm-hmm. and have an extra three wins, be 10 and six. And there you go. I really do think that with the way that quarterback position has gone there in Minnesota because of the injuries to Kirk Cousins. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We get back. We've got three games to go. Tampa plays for an NFC South title. Easton Six Stick versus Blaine Gabbard, as we all expected before the year. Oh, and by the way, that big game in South Beach. Miami and Buffalo, the winner, gets the AFC East. Those games are next. Sports by the Book, South Point Studio. We work hard to provide you with all the conveniences that will make you come back again and again. Things like free parking and easy checkout from the TV in your room. While you're here, be sure to use the club card to get all the perks, comps, free meals, and cash we want to send your way. It's simply the best player's reward system in Las Vegas. Membership is quick, easy, and free, and you can start earning points for cash and comps immediately. Go to the club booth to sign up today. Also take advantage of our business center, located right by the Benny Binion statue. Print boarding passes or enjoy the convenience of our FedEx, UPS, and U.S. mail services. Just another way we're here to serve. 
Also during your stay, don't forget the convenience of room service. You can enjoy a delicious meal in your pajamas from the comfort of your room. Just call extension 77085 or use the room service function on the TV in your room. And if you need a ride to or from the airport, our free airport shuttle can be scheduled with the front desk at extension 73139. Please give at least a 24-hour notice to reserve. For information on strip transportation, please call our bell desk. Finally, remember us for your next business meeting, conference, or banquet. From our 80,000 square foot exhibit hall to 70,000 square feet of convention space, which includes our grand ballroom, we have everything you need. Our getaway location and commitment to exceptional value and service have cemented our popularity with business communities around the country. Thank you for staying with us. Whether for business or pleasure, we're glad you're here. And we're here to serve. South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa, where there's something for everyone, all under one roof. Enjoy your stay. Welcome back into Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio. I'm Jeff Parles. It's Football Friday. Chris Andrews is here. Vinny Maliulo is here. Let's get to these final three games here on the card for this final week of the regular season. It's pretty amazing. What a, how how just, fast this season Just how you go. Just link your you eyes. Say that every year. Say that every year. Every year. Uh, and you end up now with extra playoff games at least, which make it, uh, make it a whole lot of fun as well. So let's go Tampa and Carolina. Baker Mayfield's going to play after suffering a rib injury at the end of the loss last week to New Orleans. The number's four and a half right now, Chris. Uh, look, the Panthers are a mess. David Tepper's throwing drinks on opposing fans. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, Embarrassed to say he's from Pittsburgh. Pretty embarrassing what, what has transpired for Carolina. But the folks have bet Carolina this week from five and a half to four and a half. Uh, hey, look, Chris, uh, I don't know what to do with this game because Carolina, Carolina, I was going to say, oh, they made a turn to turn to turn the corner in the Green Bay game and then came out with one of the most pathetic <clears throat> displays of offense I've ever seen. And I've watched the Jets all 16 games this year. A guy texted me, Carolina has not had a fourth quarter lead all year. That's correct. They've only won two games on the last play of the game. Correct. I mean, to me, it's Tampa or nothing. I mean, I, you know, I said it in the preseason when I saw this kid play. Bryce Young, I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But boy, this this guy just doesn't have it. You know, you tight, you take these little guys who are great in college. The pro game is just different. Kyler Murray's a little better than I thought he was at least this year. Still not on board with this guy. But you know, the, I, I said at the beginning, I said it last year, I said it all through last year. I would take C.J. Stroud over Bryce Young, and I think I've. You, you, you've Definitely, been proven correct. I've been year. proven correct. And, you know, the, if you have a choice between the bigger guy and the littler guy, you got to take the bigger guy. This, this, uh, I suspect this game will go up again. I think it'll be support for the, for the bucks to Chris's point. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the bucks playing for their, for their playoff, uh, for, for the division, right. And to host a game on top of yeah, it, if they, host if Philadelphia they more likely than not. So, yes. um, look, I mean, uh, that's a rematch too. That game would be right. Uh, uh, week three, uh, Philly, Philly went there and right? smoked them. Yeah, yeah, they did. You know, it was a different Philly team, and this is a different Buccaneer team right now as well. So, again, uh, you know, you talk about how 
teams, I think, you know, that first month we talked about it, uh, how teams are still trying to sort things out. And, uh, uh, and, and again, they've, they've gone in different directions. But I, I suspect here, even though it's an early game, uh, I think we'll see continued support uh, for the Buccaneers, especially tomorrow and tomorrow night. I will ask you this, Chris, where let's say Tampa wins this game. They play Philly. Mm. Four or five matchup. Yeah. Philly would be favored, but that's what, a field goal less than it would have been if it was a month ago, in yeah. all honesty? Uh, yeah, and these are very much subject to change. I got to tell you, it'd be like a two-point favorite. Yeah. Philly. Philly, a two-point yeah. favorite. I think that's right. You know, I mean, I, that's according to my power ratings right now, which, you know, we have a week of adjustment to go. You, you, know. Know, you know, it's it's interesting because remember last year where Tampa won the division at 8-9 a year ago, and I just kept fooling myself into thinking, oh, at some point they're going to turn it on. At some point they're going to turn it on, and then turn it on to the fact that they lost by 30, basically, in yeah. that game to Dallas in the playoffs last year. Despite Brett Maher, look, that was the game where Brett Maher missed five extra points, and Dallas still remember. won the game. I don't remember. Still won the game comfortably. Uh, but that, uh, it's ringing a bell. But I don't yeah, I, I have to double check that now. But uh, you know, it, this NFC South now for the last two years, like at least when Brady got there in 2020, New Orleans still had Drew Brees, and we're still a legitimate power at that point. 2021, the Bucs were they were a legitimately good team who lost in that ridiculous playoff game to the eventual Super Bowl <laughs> champions. These last two years have been as abysmal as any division I can remember for a multi-year stretch. I know we've had under 500 champions in divisions. They usually do pretty well in their first playoff game. They by do. The way. Um, but this division this year where if Atlanta had any semblance of a quarterback, they would have won this division, I think, relatively easily. New Orleans had the easiest schedule in the NFL. And by the way, it played out to be the easiest schedule in the NFL. And they might be lucky to win nine games. Just a power-rated division, just terrible all the way through. Oh, and by the way, you have the worst team in the NFL by a wide margin in this division as well. For Tampa's sake, thankfully, they've got to play the yeah. this last. Oh, man. Bucks four and a half against Carolina. All right, uh, Chargers and, and Chiefs. You uh, had Blaine Gabbard against Easton Stick uh, ready for this one? All yeah. the way from the beginning of the All year. All the way Circled. from week one? Circled. Circled? Oh, maybe if Kansas City and, and, and the Chargers already had playoff spots uh, locked up, maybe. But the Chiefs are locked. They can't go below three. It's where they are. They're the three seed in the AFC. If they win a round one playoff game, more likely than not, Patrick Mahomes will finally have to play a road playoff game in his career. Uh, he won't play at all in this game. No shock. We know what Andy Reid's tendencies have been in these games. When the Chiefs have had stuff locked up, he sits his guys. That's what it's always been. It even dates back to his, his days in Philadelphia. Chris, you're three and a half on this one, Chargers. With Easton Stick and the peanut butter man coaching the team one last time at least. Uh, favorite in this one against the Chiefs backup. I always say the Chargers tend to do chargery things. <laughs> And some of those chargery things are looking great on occasions. I think that's going to be one of those days for the Chargers. Okay. I think they come out and smoke a Kansas City team that really doesn't care. Andy Reid has shown he's not going to play anybody. And uh, like I said, the Chargers do chargery things. And uh, you see this number at three and a half. 
If the wise guys like this game, it would be at three. Uh, they obviously don't. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the market on this one, and I like laying the three and a half rather than taking it. Gonna go with the Chargers. Probably gonna go up when you think. Of, I mean, Kelsey is listed. I think it's questionable right I'd now. But be I can't. Shocked if he I can't plays. see Kelsey playing. Uh, I can't see rest. a lot of the uh, a lot of that uh, that defense playing. And um, again, you talk about fighting for jobs. If uh, this, this Charger team may have more guys fighting for jobs, uh, sure. Uh, than just about anyone. So well, it would also be you. You, you mentioned the Chargery stuff. It would be very Chargers to mess up the draft pick. I <laughs> mean, yeah. I, I mean, throw that in on Chargery yeah, things I, I to mean, do. Chargers win a meaningless game against the Chiefs backups to go from pick six to pick nine. I mean, that's well in the Chargers lexicon. Honestly. Well, <laughs> so. Actually, it actually looks like the furthest they can fall is eight. Eight. So, yeah, okay. uh, regardless, but I, look, uh, I have nothing on this game for what it's worth. I, I just, I usually, when Kansas City has sat these guys in the past, remember the first time we saw Mahomes was in a situation like this. His first start oh, yeah. was, a, was the final week of the Smith, year. Alex Smith. Yeah, when Alex Smith was still there, Mahomes played that week 17 game in Denver, and he looked awesome in that game. Yeah, it was just well, I don't think this is the same situation. Well, you don't think Blaine Gabbard's going to do I, the same I, I thing? I do not. You don't think I do so? not. <laughs> Blaine Gabbard. <laughs> Amazing he's still in the league. Uh, back in his home state of Missouri as well. All right, let's go to the game. The game, game 272, the final one of the year, 455 and 456 on your betting cards. Miami, Buffalo. The winner wins the East. If Miami loses, they're the six. If Buffalo loses, if the market is right, Buffalo would be out if the market is right. Now, Chris, I just want to ask you this before we get into this game. Have we ever seen anything like this where you have a team where Buffalo is a top five power rated team where if they win, they're the two seed. And honestly, that lines up perfectly with being a top five power rated team. But if they lose and Pittsburgh holds up their end of the bargain on, on Saturday afternoon, Buffalo's out. And this is a team that right now with basically all books, including yours, is the second favorite to win the AFC right now, a top five, top five short odds to win the Super Bowl. And we don't even know if they're going to be in the dance right now. I've been doing this a long time. And I don't know that I've seen this situation before. I don't know. I'd have to. Was it really New- looked up my history. Was it New England? Oh, you know when they when, had uh, when uh, what the year Brady got hurt? No, no, yeah, the no. Year they had no, Castle? I thought, no. I thought they didn't. New England have like they had a, one year early, or a ten the, or eleven, or even eleven something. Well, the year that the Brady, the year Brady got hurt, they they missed the playoffs with double digit wins. I think yeah. they were eleven and yeah. five they or ten like and a, six. Yeah. That year. yeah, yeah, they won ten or eleven games, and Miami won the division. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't remember a situation like this. I don't. I said somebody's out there that's listening might text in something. Oh, you remember in 1978 or something? Okay, I don't know. You know, but I I, I can't remember a situation. New England was 11 and 5 and 08 and missed. They missed. They're yeah. 11 and 5. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, here you have a situation where you know the the Bills could go 10 and 7, and if Pittsburgh wins, they're 10 and 7. But they they have the tiebreakers and they mm-hmm. would wind up in. So, um, look. This is going to be the, the the game of the day. Everything is going to be going to it. It's going to really set up uh, 
the Washington Michigan game on on Monday mm-hmm. as well. Springboard uh, there, and again uh, taking the three and laying two and a half with the Bills. So, uh, but what what goes to it is is certainly going to be is going to impact how the number moves. Um, the total's down right now, but I, I suspect that will go up as well. I think Chris, right? I mean, people are going to love to you know, probably yeah. For points, the final game of the year over points in this in game. ideal conditions in you Miami. Know, now the question is, you know, you know, both teams are injured, have injuries, right? Which everybody does at this time. But when when you look at it, the Bills have had to deal with the injuries for the better part of the season, compared to the Dolphins have had to deal with the injuries for the last three weeks yeah right so um difficult uh, at this time of year typically you know it's interesting too right typically this time of year this second game is in 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 buffalo and the first one is in miami where there's more of a a home field but you know what the bills have the bills have played look they went into they went into kansas city and for i don't care about the controversy and everything with the uh offensive offsides uh, whatever they they won that game they've done what they've had to do in the last month so um they've earned the right to be the to be the favorite here and uh, I, I think you're going to continue to see uh, both sides uh, get some support here but i think what's going to it and the fact that it's the prime time game is going to certainly impact how this game moves well and, it's going to be a big decision and, and and again just going back to what we were talking about at at the beginning here with again a top five power rated team that does not have a playoff spot clinched and could very easily miss when this is all said yeah, and done. They could. If Buffalo loses and they don't make the playoffs, I'll just ask you this, Chris. Baltimore has to be adjusted in those future markets because sure. then you're at a point sure. where, all right, you look at the AFC seven teams, the other six teams then. Yeah. It would be Miami as the two seed who are dealing with cluster injuries right now and their best defensive, their second best defensive player in Chubb mm-hmm. is done with the torn ACL. Uh, Kansas City, we've talked about how they're flawed all year. Jacksonville may not even have Trevor Lawrence. Uh, and then you're dealing with Joe Flacco and the Colts are Houston at that point, and then Pittsburgh. Like at that point, Chris, Baltimore, you're you're still getting a price, obviously, to win the AFC right now. If Buffalo misses the playoffs altogether, I would make the argument that Baltimore should be a should be a the flat minus one ten to win the yeah, AFC. Yeah, well, it should be point. odds on after. Should that, be odds that, on, hundred percent. Because the number two seed will be gone under that scenario. Yeah. Uh yeah. So I mean, I think that's a very good point, and I think it's something that uh, you know, we'll certainly have to look at. That's why we're going to close all these things at uh, kickoff tomorrow of uh, the, the Pittsburgh game. Yeah. And, so and, you want to get your futures in? Get them in now. Yeah, and and I again, I'll just ask you this right now, Chris. Uh, I I know Kansas City's the third favorite to come out of the conference right now. Power ratings wise, if Buffalo goes out, it's it. Baltimore is what four points better than Kansas City right now. Uh, let me take a look. Baltimore, uh, I think they might be a little more than five, that. five and a half, uh, five. Yeah, I got them five. Yeah. yeah so I, yeah. I mean, we're talking about going from probably being a field goal in an AFC title game, maybe even short of a field goal against Buffalo to. To north of a field goal against basically everyone left in the field. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, too, there might be more than five. No, five. You know. Yeah, I mean, well, they're going to be home, I and mean, it's yeah. one of the better home fields. Oh, at home, there'll so be more seven, than five. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's hey, going to be a touchdown. Probably seven, seven yeah. Yeah, yeah seven. you're looking at a touchdown. Yeah, sure. Well, did Baltimore, do you have Baltimore hop uh, San Francisco uh, there, guys? But Baltimore uh, higher than San Francisco? Not yet, right? I have. I do. Uh, Baltimore one point better than San Francisco. One point better. Yes, okay. same. Oh. 
Hey, look, a Pick'em Super Bowl would be pretty good if we got those. That'd be, be great. Be nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, all right, before we before we go for today, for Monday, for the college football playoff, Vinny, I know you mentioned this just to go through this. Props for this game. You'll have, mm-hmm. you'll have uh, what, what type of props are you guys looking at? You know, for kind of our usual slate of props, you know, you know, points for each team, you know, first half and total for the game. Uh, we'll have a couple of players that we'll put out there for uh, different kind of props. We'll see what's out alternate, there. Alternate point spread Alternate props. point spreads, alternate uh, totals, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and again, you you, you book it like a – like an NFL playoff game, and uh, and folks are going to bet it that way. Can I get sure. Michigan minus 50 and a half like Georgia won, got there on that last year? I could probably get you a price. For that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that for what yeah, it's worth. I could that. probably get you that. I would say that uh, this game will be uh, – He's looking for 10,000 to one on yeah. Atlanta still. Well, I, I – yeah, I remember know, the old Bob the, Martin you, 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 you know what the – oh, go ahead, Chris. Guy came in, Ruby – oh, what the hell was his name? Rubio, was that his name? I, Oh, shit, I can't remember. I'm going to have to think of it. Anyway, wanted to bet on himself to win the presidency. <laughs> this is like 1960, going against JFK. And he says I w- he wants to bet 50000 What kind of price? <laughs> Bob wrote him the ticket, Bob Martin, 50000 He's I can't think of the guy's name. I knew him up in Reno, too. Wrote him the ticket, and the guy says, well, this doesn't have a price on it. Bob it told him, <laughs> at the end, you can write down any price you want. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was gonna, I was, I was gonna say something. That's better than the way I was gonna say it. It's like, because you're gonna end up with the money regardless if uh, I'm yeah. betting the Falcons uh, to win the Super Bowl because they're not gonna win the Super Bowl. Kind of like uh, whoever that was who uh, thought he would win the presidency. In yeah, Vinny, you know who this guy is. Too. I can't think of his name. I'll tell you what. When you see Joe Namath running off the field like this against the Colts, he's like right by him in Super Bowl three. Yeah. All right. We'll have to go to the videotape. Let's yeah. go to the videotape. Yeah, I can't Warner think of the guy's name. Warner Wolf. Very good, <laughs> Diddy. Very good. All right. That's uh, Football Friday here for today, guys. Uh, we're back tomorrow at 8 in the morning. Full college basketball preview for a loaded, uh, roughly uh, 142 games. Yes. Tomorrow. Sean, all 142 got to be prepared for the show. No, Get ready. Uh, I'm joking. <laughs> It might be more time than that. Sleep here uh, in the but, studio. But uh, we'll tonight. also have uh, our two NFL games tomorrow: mm-hmm. Pittsburgh and Baltimore, Houston and Indy. And then we're back on Sunday as well. But tomorrow, myself, Alex White, 8 a.m. Pacific time for a big day in college hoops. Chris Vinny, thank you as always. Good job. Good job, crew. Brian, Sean, Jerry, and good Brent job, work, everybody. As always, we'll see you next time on Sports by the Book here at the South Point okay. Studio.